0: Radio, yo, 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 welcome to Sweet Jesus Radio. Coming to you from House of Jessica. <laughs> I didn't prepare a, a nickname no, everywhere. Didn't. This is the first time I don't prepare a cool nickname for wherever we're Fresh recording Jessica
1: it. Jessica, bel-air
0: uh, wow. uh, Jessica, the Shay, Jessica, Shay,
1: <laughs>
0: the, the beach house, <laughs> uh,
1: the pool house,
0: the pool house. I so said, I fucked that up. Awesome, all right, weird intro. To my right, counterclockwise, co host D.
1: What's up? Woohoo!
0: <laughs> With the <laughs> enthusiastic <laughs> uh, response. What up, there.
1: y'all? Good to be back.
0: All right, guys, you already heard her voice. Uh, my guest today is uh, an old buddy of mine. Cool chick, classy gal, intelligent, smart. Funny, all those all those good things. But the main reason I wanted her on the show was because of her her wonderlust, if you will. Oh god. She likes to travel.
1: Sounds like a meme <laughs> waiting to happen.
0: Wonderlust. I love yeah. memes. It, it's a word. <laughs> yeah. Have you never seen the
1: memes with, <laughs> with wanderlust? wonderlust? Yeah. The the, movie the, 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 or what? Oh god. I've never seen it. All
0: right. I don't do that. Moving gay on. Gay as meme shit. Exactly. As much as you get. <laughs> 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 a wonderlust, if you will. Uh, she's been all over the place, man. Uh, she's, she, she travels a lot. Uh, I just wanted her to come on and share her stories. She agreed. She's got the wine flowing. She
1: consented. Like not ma- many women in your life.
0: Yeah. That, that doesn't happen very often. No. So I had to take advantage of it. You
1: got to jump on I had to that. I to capitalize. Literally.
0: Got the Coronas. got the, the wine called what? Menage a trois.
1: Hey, appropriate Sheety. as fuck. What the hell?
0: <laughs> She's got the t-shirt with nipples on it.
1: <laughs> They're embroidered, actually. Yeah. <laughs>
0: embroidered nipples.
1: Love it. You may
0: see that on the picture. Did it come out on the picture? Oh, oh yeah, had sure. To, right? it,
1: yeah, for sure. Can't
0: miss them. No. All right, guys. Welcome to the show. Jessica.
1: Thank you for having me. I feel honored.
0: Hell yeah, hell yeah. Long time no see, right? When's the last time I bumped into you? It's always in, uh, at, a uh, at a bar or some bar, shit, right? At a club yeah. somewhere. So just some quick background. Jessica's my, my old friend. Back in the days, the scene. But, you know, we don't hang out a lot. It's more if we, we bump into each other than with the advent of, you know, Facebook and everything that helps people stay in touch a little more. And I start seeing all these. I assume she traveled. But then all of a sudden with Facebook, you start seeing these pictures, uh, you know, overseas, international travel. And I'm thinking, is it vacation? Is it what? Apparently.
1: Permanent vacation. Apparently
0: it was, uh, you know, pretty extended stay there. But we'll get into that here in a bit. So again, we're just going to hear the adventures and just anything else. So anything that comes to mind besides the adventure stories, all that stuff, uh, we'll, go to, we'll go down the list of all the places you've traveled. Uh, but let's start with a little bit of background just for the listeners' sake. Just whatever, just kind of where you grew up and just a little bit about, about yourself.
1: For sure. Um, I am El Paso born and raised. Um, went to every school here. I guess I actually, I lived in San Diego when I was a, like a little, little, little toddler, like. And then until uh, I was about two. Um, but born in El Paso, raised in El Paso. Um, I live on the east side. I've always been on the east side. And I'm pro east side. There's far east That's side. you know far east side. far east Because yeah. you know there's those people that just love to talk shit about east El Paso. That's and, me. Yeah.
0: All of them. I to talk yeah, shit about yeah, all, yeah, well, all, well. all of them.
1: I live <laughs> on the east side. So next time you want to talk li- crap, just think about me.
0: You live in a nice section though. It's not it like is, it doesn't
1: matter. It's yeah. still east. Okay. <laughs> And I do, I do go to the east side watering holes that are over here. You and know, I've only been to the nice east worse. side, honestly. <laughs> Wait, which ones are nice? Just no. Not very many, far east. See? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. So I, I, I grew up on the east side. I'm very proud to be an east El Paso uh, native. And um, what else? I went to high school, Montwood High School, graduated '98. How old I am?
0: Damn! I know you're young. How old? mid
1: thirties.
0: Thirty-six. Perfect. I'll,
1: I'll be thirty-seven this year. Um, yeah. so that's basically it for you know my till high school, and then I left um, to college. I went to UT Austin.
0: Nice.
1: Uh, lived there until I graduated, and then I came back to El Paso. And I actually, what's funny is, so when I was about 16 17 my mom took me and my sisters one of my very best friends elisa my little cousin andy we all went to new york city um my mom my mom when i was a teenager my dad used to take her all over the world my dad was a very successful um, salesman and nice. he always used to win like top 15 salesmen of the country. Nice. So his, the company that he used to represent would always fly him and my mom to these five star vacations, like all over the world. So I, I, you know, growing up you were, all, I was always like the teenager who was pissed off because my mom would <laughs> miss like my choir recital Aww. or, you know, cause she was always v- traveling. And, um, I guess i never really thought that it was gonna be like something in my mind as i grew older like that 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 would stay with me but um she was always traveling with my dad and so then when when we when i was 17 she took us all to new york city because she wanted us to see Anything other than El Paso. Yeah. So as a kid, we you know we did Especially travel up on
0: the East Side. No. Oh,
1: shut wow. up. <laughs> really? Just Where you want to go? there? <laughs> that makes just kidding. Makes sense. <laughs> so we you know my mom took us. She wanted us to to venture out and see you know Manhattan. Hell yeah. It was it was amazing and 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 honestly Manhattan has always been somewhere that I like dream of living in. But you know life has taken me everywhere else. So growing up. So then when I turned I was I was 19 and I had the opportunity to go to Europe for the Y2K for the year 2000 Damn. New Year's Eve. You remember how dramatic it was? I the was world in Tempe. was going to end. I was in Phoenix. Yeah, the world was going to end and we were there um and actually we went because my cousin Andy was in the Montwood High School band.
0: Nice.
1: And <clears throat> they had like like a like a concert in in Monaco. So What the heck? My mom and I and my cousin Joe, we tagged along like as the sh- like chaperone group, whatever. <laughs> so we went, and um, that was my first time in Europe. We went to France, Monaco, um, Italy, <laughs> and I think that's it. We I think we only did Damn. three countries, but we were there, and we were there for the for the Y2K for New Year's, and it was the funniest thing because. <laughs> so when we would go to these meetings at, at my high school, my 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 high school for my cousin, I was already graduated obviously, but we would go to these meetings and they would show you this castle. This is where we're going to be on new year's Eve. And, and you would be like, Oh, you know, so we all paid our, I think back then it was like two grand just to go for all that time. Like airfare, hotel meals, like everything. It was super cheap. Cheaper, Yeah. Yeah. So we, <laughs> we would sit in these meetings and they would show us this castle. This is where we're going to spend new year's <clears throat> Eve. It's going to be a grand party, blah, blah, blah we were all excited so we go on this trip we have a blast you know seven in the morning we would get on the the big like shuttle bus and my mom my cousin joe and i we dude forget the coffee we're like heineken because the the bus driver had like an ice chest full of beer and water and whatever so every morning we'd be like can we get three heinies and everybody would look at us like you guys are gross. Dude, <laughs> we're on vacation. Like it's you're in Europe. Like live a little. So anyway. Um, so we spent uh I wanna say we spent like seven days in Europe. And mm-hmm. um, so fast forward to New Year's Eve, we get off the bus and we're all all the girls are in their fancy dresses and we're all glammed out. And we're walking up this super long hill, like like this super annoying long hill and we're all in high heels and we get we see the castle obviously we're super excited so we get to the top of this hill and they're like oh no no come this way and they direct us to these tents in the fucking parking lot of this castle (laughs) and we're like what and it was freezing i mean you can imagine like it was we were in um we were in france and we ha- and I had this debate the other day with my family about wh- exactly where we were. And I can't remember where mm. the heck we were. I-, I thought we were in Cannes, France, but we were somewhere else. Um, so anyway, we-, we get there and we're- we go to this tent, okay? <laughs> and we were pissed. Like, we spent all this money and we're not even in the castle. We're yeah. in the parking lot. In a tent. <laughs> in tents with those portable heaters. Uh. So all the girls, you know, were in these little dresses, these little skimpy dresses. I mean, back then I was like, dude, I was a ten. I was like, I mean a 10, <laughs> like not size 10. I was prior size 4. But, I, you know, I was like You're in hot. a tiny, I was hot. You're now still hot. hot. You're oh, still thanks, hot. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> so I was in this tiny dress and we were all freezing. And so my mom's like, you know what? Fuck this. My mom is like, let's buy some bottles. So we go tell the bartender like, we want to buy bottles. He's like, what? We're, my mom's like, we're cold. We need a warm up. Uh, like, do you have brandy? Do you have vodka? Like <laughs> anything. Cool. Like, dude, my mom's super cool. I just met her in her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, my mom's like, no, no, no. I will pay you like whatever you want to give me bottles. The, the bartender was like, okay, you know? So he sold us bottles and we had like oh, bottle weren't service. Oh, they were supposed to kind of sleep. No, no, it was a bar. Like yeah. you're supposed to go up and you order your vodka or tonic, yeah. your Jack and Coke or whatever. Gotcha. Heck no, my mom was like, no, 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 we want a bottle, like, we want two bottles, so we all went and bought all these bottles, like, it was awesome. So then, um, we, we, like, I was 19, but my mom was like, you know, drink, you know, like, you'll warm up, so we were drinking, and I was like, this is the most ghetto, like, American high risen. school, like, chaperone, like, trip. Hey, but at least you Europe. get to drink. No, I know, but, well, yeah.
0: It makes And I matter. wasn't
1: even a drinker at 19 yet, but, anyway. So, so yeah, dude. So we had a blast. I mean, we, we, we danced all night to keep warm and the heaters eventually started working, but it was just, that was my first experience in Europe. And, um, you know, it was just the beginning of things to come for me. So, um, so fast forward to, I graduated from college, I came home and I was just like lounging around on my dad's couch and he's like, so what are you going to do? And I was like, well, I was thinking that i could go backpacking through europe for like six months and he was like absolutely not and i was like what do you mean dad and he's like nope you're gonna get your ass to work and i was like fun's over i was like buzzkill so he was like no you you need it because my dad you know my dad owned his own company so well he still does but he was like no you need to get your ass to work and i was like well can i at least take a break he's like nope get get to work so that monday i was at work working for my dad and quickly, you know, I, I, I got I got really into working um, for my dad. Um, I'm one of those people that I like anything that I do, I'm gonna throw myself into it hundred percent. Cool. Whatever it is. I mean if it's you know, you do you remember that cross stitching? Yeah. Like where you I one time I made this crazy mermaid <clears throat> because I was like, Well I started this shit, I might as well finish <laughs> it, you know? So that's just who I am. Like, yeah, I, I just anything I do, I'm going to throw myself into it. If if I feel like I'm not going to get into it, I'm just not going to do it. So went to work for my dad. I was 20, 21 when I graduated college. Um, by 22, I bought my own house. Nice. I bought my own house. And that's also a funny story because I had come home for vacation um, during one of my breaks at UT and my mom and I just decided to go to like a parade of homes And we walked into this house and it was called the bachelor pad. And Mm. we walked in and immediately like it had stained concrete floors. Like it was super modern. It looked like a dude's house. Yeah. And I looked at my mom and I said, "Mom, I'm gonna buy this house one day." And she was like, oh, "Okay, see mija. Okay, <laughs> you know, you know that Mexican mom Have shit. Have drink." Like, okay, <laughs> sure, mija. So I, when I, when I was home and I was working and I was making great money, um, my mom called me and she's like, "Guess what house is for sale?" And I was like, "What?" And she's like, "The bachelor, the bachelor pad. pad." Dude, I ran to the bank. I was like, "I need to buy this house. I need it now." So I bought the house at 22, moved in. I grew up so fast, dude. Like, I don't know, I bought a house. I was like, you know, making money. And so that's that's what I did. And so then I worked for my dad's company for about, I wanna say like two years. And then he opened up like another company, like a print shop. Oh, nice. So then I, I we had two print shops. So my older sister was like part owner and managing one, the one, like we had one by UTEP and then i took over the one on the east side so we had two print shops so i was doing that so you know in my early 20s i was like running a company like i had people paying under for me, a house paying for a house you've like, always come
0: across like real mature so ever since i've known you so yeah that you. makes sense
1: thank you i grew up <laughs> real quick so um you know i just did my thing i was running the the print shop you know i had employees i would you know just everything you have to do as a as a boss as a as a basically yeah. an owner even though i wasn't an owner but pretty you much you know i pretty the, much i, I the learned duties. yeah so i learned a lot i learned a lot of like responsibilities that most 23 24 year olds don't really oh yeah have. so um i did that and it's funny because i graduated from ut austin with a degree in english that's my degree yeah. Hello. Hell yeah. So <laughs> I knew I liked her. <laughs> oh, I mean I liked her, but you know I'm I'm like a bull apparently. She, but now even more.
0: She can write, she's got a way with words as well.
1: <laughs> there you go. So yeah. yep. well so so it's funny because I I got my degree in English and I remember my graduation, my par you know, my, my my parents have always been like they give great advice, you know, they're like, do what you want, do what you love, you know, that's they're not the type of parents that are like, you need to be a doctor, you need to be a lawyer, you need to... No. They're just like, do whatever the hell you love, you know? No. Yeah. So I've known since I was a kid that... And this is pertinent to how I became, like, this little travel person. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, since I was a kid, I always loved English. I always loved writing. And I was one of those lucky people that just knew very early on what I was going to study. Like, I'm going to get my degree in English. So... I, I had my degree in English, but yet I was doing like outside sales for my dad and then a management. So it was like nowhere related. (laughs) So then, um, fast forward to, I was working. Okay. So this is a crazy story. So I have this childhood like friend that I've known since I was in second grade and um she and i have had this like tumultuous friendship where we talk forever and then we just stop talking and then we talk again and then we stop talking and whatever so one of the times when we were like really close you know she called me one day and she's like what are you doing and i was like i'm at work she's like but what are you doing like you got your degree in english and you're not even using it like you're an amazing editor, you're an amazing writer, like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, I'm working for my family business, like, leave me alone. (laughs) alone. And she's like, do you know we have, like, a magazine here in El Paso that you could be, like, editing for and working for? And I was like, no. She's like, dude, she gets on the phone, and somehow, you know, the automated systems, when you call a a business, Mm -hmm. she somehow got through to the editor-in-chief. Oh, wow. And she's like, excuse me, are you guys hiring? And and I'm on the other, I'm on my cell phone, or I'm on my office phone, and she's on her cell phone, and like I could conference? hear her. Oh, okay. No, 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 yeah. like I can hear her, you know? Yeah. So she's like, excuse me, are you all hiring? And then like blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, I'm, my be- I'm not calling for myself. I'm calling for my best friend. <laughs> Dude, so she like tells her, like she tells. My tell- friend is amazing. <laughs> my friend's amazing, and she's wasting her talents, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like. She's joking, right? I'm like on the phone and I'm like, she's joking. There's no way she's talking to anybody. Okay. So I get an interview, dude. Like she's like, you. she hangs up. She's like, you have an interview on Monday.
0: What? what?
1: Okay. So I get hired. Okay. I go work. First time in my life, I'm using my degree. Go work for this magazine. This magazine was a disaster. Like, I'm not gonna say which magazine and I'm not gonna say who owned it at the time, but it was like basically. I can
0: probably take a guess.
1: Yeah, please don't take a guess. I, won't, I, won't. I don't wanna talk crap about people. You don't wanna burn bridges, even though I'm burning one. But like, on the, on the <laughs> oh, logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're doing it yeah, on, yeah the on the podcast. Just
0: like my ex girlfriends. Wow. My yeah. stories. <laughs> I don't say no names in them. I'm gonna need more, more wine. She was, was busting my balls about it oh, earlier. She does
1: need more wine. Okay. So. Can you give me some? Okay, juice? so basically. I go work for this magazine, dude. That's just a disaster. Like the owner is like an ex-bar owner, so you can imagine his management oh, style. I know what it is, yeah, I know you do. <sighs> Shut up. Anyway, so okay, I go work for this magazine and I'm using my skills. You know, I'm I'm and I I quickly move up, okay? So um I I like move up real quick and I end up getting fired. Oh no. Yeah. So oh, why? yeah. You we're a threat. Yeah. Thank you. Boom. Bingo. The publisher had called me into a meeting with the editor in chief and said, "Hey, I need you to start training Jessica on all what you do, because I need you to move into business development with me." Well, the editor in chief was furious. Yeah, like that. She was like, Mm-mm. "Oh, it was a chick." Yeah, it was a. Ch- of course, it was a Damn. chick. <laughs> Dude, some chicks are not like like girl like like women like what is that supportive no no like like a girl's girl Mm -hmm. you know some some girls aren't like that so anyway especially when you're threatening their their career so whatever dude in a week i get fired okay um and i've never been fired my work ethic has never been questioned i've always been i mean i was an excellent employee whatever so i get fired I'm unemployed. I'm so depressed. (laughs) Okay, like Uh, I was like unemployed for three months, and one day I was just looking for a job, and I came across this like um, a job listing that said, "We're looking for people with English degrees, but you must know about Patriot missiles." And I was like, "Really?" (laughs) And I was like, "Screw it. There's no other jobs for me." So I applied. I applied to this job. It was at Raytheon.
0: Oh, I heard of that. Yeah, so I, I, I applied there.
1: for this job. It was at Raytheon, and I got called. And so I was interviewing, like and then and, and this nonprofit here in El Paso was like, I was already in the final stages of getting hired. And so the day that I got the offer from Raytheon, this other nonprofit ha- was also offering me um, a job. And so the pay was just Good completely different. different. Yep. So, I, I, I was like, yeah. I'm going to take the Raytheon job, you know? So, I took the job, not knowing what in the world I was getting myself into, because I missiles. don't know anything about missiles. I'm not in, <laughs> I've am not i never been in the military.
0: They hired you, though, without dude, the missile knowledge?
1: Dude, they hired me. They didn't ask you, like... No, like, they hired me. They All they wanted to know was if I was going to give a, a clean piss test, <laughs> which was, like, easy, <laughs> and, and a, a background check. That was it. So I go into this job and the, thir- the first three days were like um, th- they're like basically testing you out, like to see yeah. if you're going to be good on or what- whatever they're trying to hire you for. Yeah, good yeah. fit. So I made it past the three days. I started doing like um, I was basically uh, without getting into specifics because I. I can't talk about exactly what I did. <laughs> um but basically it was like you 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 basically are I became a technical writer, okay? Oh, Which is okay. something I've like, never done in my life. That's
0: what I feel I think I'd be good at. that. Like so, em- emotionless technical shit.
1: Yeah, just technical, very <laughs> like, boring. Yeah. Um I was basically putting together um technical manuals for soldiers yeah. who go out to war and they're learning like new equipment. So that's basically what I did. And I mean, it was like it sounds so overwhelming because you're talking about, like, big, like, war equipment and You vehicles. have to know
0: how they function in order to write about it.
1: Exactly. So, I was, I mean, I was scared, but I'm one of those people that I was told, uh, recently I was told, you thrive in the unknown. And it's so true. Like, I do. Like, if I don't, the unknown to me is so exciting. Yeah. So, I threw myself into that job. I worked at Raytheon for, like, four years. I, I, they they like promoted me I moved to Oklahoma don't ever live in Oklahoma <laughs> dude I thought about death every single day Damn. it's so desolate there
0: I guess it's not okay it's no. not okay De-dums.
1: it's okay but it's not okay it's that was just a good okay. one dude I yeah. liked it, it was all right. be here all week <laughs> don't forget to tip your comedian <laughs> so yeah dude don't move to Oklahoma it was terrible it was horrible I, I wanted to leave like every single what, what day what didn't you like about it um, it was a very small town. Mm. I, I love the people I worked with, but the job, it was like, the job was amazing. Whatever. I was, you know, I was promoted to a team leader and I, I loved my job, but, um, just the city, it was just too small for me. You know, I'm a big city girl, even Especially though I'm from got, El Paso. Being in
0: Europe and everything, I, well, New York. I mean, yeah. she just been exposed to bigger, faster things. Yeah.
1: It's just, it's hard. I mean. When you have to drive an hour to go to the nearest Target,
0: mm. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm making a really like scary face right now. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not, it's not fun. I think there's a Raytheon out in Crucis, um right Is outside. Is there really? Yeah, like um, towards like if you're going to the fairgrounds, so it's on the outskirts of Las Cruces. But yeah, there's a Raytheon out there, I believe. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, there's there, dude, there's Raytheon yeah, everywhere. It's a big and um, it's I'm a assuming great company. It's a big corporation. That, like a really great company.
0: Yeah. So um, what happened in so Oklahoma? then I worked
1: so then I worked there and then I um, I was married at the time um, and my my ex husband he was not finding work in Oklahoma okay. like it it, he, it was just not going well for him so I decided to quit my job like kind of put my career on hold so that he could you know jumpstart his career because um, he had just um passed his series seven test to become a financial advisor and so we moved back to el paso and i was a housewife for like almost two years (laughs) yeah so um as life goes um my marriage kind of started falling apart and uh, i was you know i was a housewife i was at home and I was just kind of doing odds and ends to like make money like i would paint these wine glasses and i was doing pretty good i probably could have opened up like a like an etsy store or something
0: yeah
1: um but then i would then i would think um i only have two hands like what if i get like an order for like 500 wine glasses like i I can't fill that order so i anyway so (laughs) i was at home i was just doing whatever um so i decided when my my ex-husband and i started having problems i was like you know what i need to get a job because even if i say bye like i have no money (laughs) you know i gotta get a job so one day i i apply for this job at a different defense contractor other than raytheon and i get called and it's so funny i was at my mom's i was at i was at my mom's work um she has a print shop too now, um, which is funny because she was my dad's competition for a while. It's hilarious. My parents need a reality show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so my mom's print shop, I was at her job. I would help her, you know, because I was bored. I wasn't doing anything. And one day I applied to this job and I got called like the same day. And the man who was like the program manager, like he was the head guy. I didn't know at the time, but he calls me and he's like, hey, um, so you applied to this technical writing position. I was like, yes, sir. I'm all professional. He's like, are you any good? And
0: I was like,
1: like are you any, like, <laughs> you any good? Are you any good? Are <laughs> yeah. you any good? Dollface. Yeah. You any good? And so I was like, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm how I- do you answer that? <laughs> you know? It's so... Anyway. Yeah. He tells me, can you come down to my office like right away? And I was like, sure. And he goes, I don't care. Don't go home and change. Just come in whatever you're come wearing. Come in your
0: nipple shirt, whatever you
1: want. Yes. <laughs> Imagine if I showed up in this shirt, dude. You said, so. said Come in whatever, come in you're, whatever wearing. you're wearing. Thank God I wasn't wearing this shirt. Are you kidding? Mm. No, but I was actually wearing something ridiculous, dude.
0: What was it? You I remember? was
1: wearing, yes, of course I remember exactly what I was wearing. I was wearing this zebra striped white sweater, black, like tight, like legging type pants, and these hot pink shoes with like gold spikes on them mm, yes dude and i and i tell my mom i'm like but mom this man wants to like <laughs> meet me right now and i'm in this ridiculous outfit she's like and i and i tell her like and he says like come now and she's like you can't go in that outfit you had to change and i'm like no <laughs> he said though
0: <laughs> yeah he said he though.
1: said don't change so anyway i dude i show up to this company in that ridiculous <laughs> outfit. And he
0: interviews me. Let me me interject real quick. Yes, go ahead. But there's certain people that can wear whatever and they can get away with it. Jessica's one of them, okay? Oh, yeah. She's got style. She can wear whatever she wants. She's got style. (laughs) She can wear some crazy shit and it looks dope. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. She's always had style.
1: Well, I mean... Impeccable Thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean... Yeah, but it wasn't appropriate <laughs> for a freaking job interview. Well, yeah, but you weren't
0: was, exactly planning like, on Like,
1: I know I dress ridiculous sometimes. Like, come on, I'm wearing a shirt right now. <laughs> but even that, not-
0: like, another girl, if you look dumb, it, somehow you still looks. it looks like... <laughs> chic somehow Jessica wears it I don't know how she does it
1: oh man thank you oh I'm not gonna fit through that door with my head so big by <laughs> the end of this interview Aww. thank you so okay so I get I get to this interview and the man's like do you know do you know what a?" he's asking me about specific war vehicles and I'm like looking at him like oh shit like no he's like well don't worry you'll catch on and he's like you know basically interviewing me and this is what we do here blah 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 and, and I'm like, great. And he's like, so do you want the job? And I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. So he's like, can you come with me right now to Fort Bliss? Damn. And I'm like, in this outfit? He goes, oh, don't worry. You, you'll be fine. And I'm like, oh yeah, God. right. <laughs> oh, my God. So there I go, dude, to my zebra print sweater, <laughs> my hot pink shoes <gasps> with spikes. Like, oh, my God. So I go with him to Fort Bliss he's showing me this it's like they call them motor pools and you you go in and there's these huge war vehicles and he's like basically you're gonna write like a manual on how you upgrade this truck and i'm looking at it like oh my god like i have no idea what i'm doing like and i was like okay and so he, he i mean he basically gives me the job on the spot <laughs>
0: nice. and he's
1: like you know can you get can you get clearance like secret clearance with, with the government and i'm like i mean i hope so <laughs> i think i hope so like i don't know you know <laughs> i've never had one of these jobs before at raytheon they didn't require for me to have clearance oh, of okay, any kind okay. yeah yeah so but this job you know there were certain aspects of that vehicle that i had to have clearance in order to be around oh, it and okay. you know write about it and whatever so
0: security exactly purposes mm-hmm.
1: So I, you know, they, they hired me on with an interim clearance, which means you're like, you know, on hiatus until they clear you and then, you know, you're good. But if you don't get clearance, they fire you. So whatever. Hmm. So I got the job and I'm working there and it took me about 30, 35 days to complete this manual they wanted. And it was like 560 pages. Yeah. These vehicles have a lot of moving parts and, um. I won't get into details because I can't, but basically what they're doing is they, they bring these trucks home from Afghanistan or wherever they're, they're at, like out at war. Yeah. And basically what, what the company does is they upgrade them because, you know, technology changes every six months. Mm-hmm. So whatever radios or systems are on there, we've got to switch them out for the newest technology. So basically, they needed me to write this manual that would explain what you do from this point to this point. Because they had the beginning to this point, and then they had from here to here, you know, like like the finished vehicle. Yeah. But they didn't have this one section in the middle. So that's what they hired me to do. So I basically was doing that. And when I was done, I was twiddling my thumbs like I had nothing to do because the job was I mean, I'm no kidding. I was
0: 35 days, 35 days. Right. It took
1: me and they gave me a team. I had an engineer who's still one of my best friends. Like, I love her to death. Her name's Cleo. Shout out, Cleo. <laughs> she's um, she's a female engineer. I like, dude, I love this woman. I, I met her the working there. She started like two weeks after me. And they put her on my team and then I had like a technician. And so us three, we basically like created this manual together. I was like mm. the technical part. I mean, I was like the person who put it together, yeah. but you know, with their expertise,
0: telling you telling what it me does exactly, and then you put exactly, it into words. Exactly. Cool.
1: So from there, um, the, <laughs> I, I used to work for the chief engineer, so I was always under engineering, which dude, I don't know shit about mm. engineering. <laughs> like I hate math. I don't know anything about math or engineering, none of that. So I learned a lot. So my boss at the time, he told me, I'll never forget this. He told me two weeks in, he goes, you know, I can potentially see you running like a mission this big. And I was like, what? Like, how do you get (laughs) that from me in two weeks? You know, like for me, it was like, this guy's crazy, dude. So, um as you know as we were moving along with this project that we were on um this opportunity came up and they said hey we're looking to go to Italy and i was like really and so it's so funny how life just hands you these opportunities um i was separated from my from my ex-husband mm-hmm. we were separated and it was like So it was, it was funny. I I was, I was kind of getting bored with my job and tired. And so I started applying for jobs in New York. Cause like I said, I've always wanted to live in Manhattan and I was actually at the final stage of being hired for, um, a school like a school system. Do you call it system? No district district, like a school district, in brooklyn Hmm. so they needed a technical writer i was like at the final stages they wanted me to fly down there to meet like all the executives and everything and um it was like october of 2014 and um they called me and said look you got the job but we need you to come here and we need you to kind of meet everybody blah, blah blah so the same week that i accepted this job in brooklyn like one of the top guys at my work came and said hey it looks like we're gonna go to italy and i was like do you want to come and i was like you guys need a tech writer they're like no we want you to come as the operations lead Damn. and i was like what why like why me like i don't know anything about running a military mission you know i've Damn. never been in the army I, I don't have the slightest clue. And they're like, we know you can do it. Like, you're bossy. You're, <laughs> you know, you're on point. Like, and I you're was smart. like, You're smart. You've got this. And I was just you'll like, You'll catch on. Yeah, basically, you'll catch on. And I was just kind of like, Okay. So I called the Brooklyn job and I was like, I'm sorry. This job opportunity came up in Italy. And the lady was like, Take it. You know, I was like, Manhattan will always be there. I don't know that Italy will. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, the country will always be there, but (laughs) opportunity. So I decided, okay. And it's so like how I was saying these opportunities come to you. And it's funny because my personal life kind of shoved me into, you need to move to Italy, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I I remember it was. Yeah, I, I remember like my ex-husband was like, I I told him like, hey, because we never had animosity. We, we yeah. were friends till the end and shit just didn't work. And That's I remember cool. he, he, I told him, hey, I'm going to file for divorce. And he was like, what? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, why? and i was like dude we've been separated for like so long now
0: how long had it been at that point a few months seven six months a year more
1: than it was almost probably close to a year september october november it was like five months that we had been separated something like that and um i was like i need to get a divorce because i'm moving to italy (laughs) i like got a divorce to move to italy that's dope Italy made me get a divorce. It's Italy's can I fault. say that? Would, is that would, rude? No, nope. <laughs> it's uh, understandable. Completely. <laughs> is that rude? Like, is that rude? Is that rude? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, is, is that a blow? Like, I, I mean, maybe. Like but, I mean, it's an ex-husband. You can say whatever the hell you want about an ex-husband, but yeah, I mean, I, I was like, I, I'm, I i do not want to live in Italy with like this shit, oh, yeah. like, like hanging, you know? Some and I was like, I, no, 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 like, no. So I got a div- I planned it so that by the time I moved, I would be free and clear, you know, like yeah. just didn't want to have these, mm-hmm. you know, these things hanging. So I got a divorce and I moved to Italy. Damn. And I will tell you that I was on the flight. Um, it was a 10 hour flight to London, <clears throat> from Dallas to London. And I was so nervous. Hell yeah! I, you know, you, you just don't really think about all the things that go into you're moving your whole damn life to another country, yeah. <laughs> like on the other side of the planet, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: So I was on the on the plane and it was like, oh, we're we're about to land in London. Everybody start, you know, preparing for, you know, the descent. And I was like, oh, man, I don't want to get off this flight yet. Like, I was so nervous. Yeah, dude. I don't yeah, know yeah. what came so over I'm trying me. To like-
0: I, I'm feeling a little bit like yeah,
1: was like, it, was, damn, it was nuts. You know, you you watch all these movies yeah. and then it's like okay, we're in London and you're like oh shit, reality's hitting. You know, yeah. And and you're on the flight with all these people that you've been working with because a lot of the people that went to Italy, I had already been working with them for almost a year. Um, so it was exciting, but you're alone, and you know, it was it was kind of nuts because. A lot of the people that moved with me, like, they left their kids behind. Damn. Yeah, dude, like, moms left, like, like 10-year-olds and high school kids. Like, dude, Italy was so romantic, like, in, in just thinking about it. I was like...
0: They all cheated on their spouses. No, wow, well, of
1: course they of course. did. Hello. Hey, that's, that's, that's for later. That's a different podcast. That's a, that's a different podcast. No, I mean, but I, I, I was thinking in my head, I wanted to sign that stupid paper that said, you're divorced, yeah. so that when I got to Italy, I didn't have to think about it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking about these moms who were leaving their kids behind, and I'm thinking, how the hell do they do it? Mm-hmm. I was like mortified because i left my dogs here
0: you know
1: like seriously i was just like dude thank god i don't have kids that's another podcast 36 no kids that's another podcast 40
0: 40 almost Almost 41 41. dude so me and my okay
1: so my friend spanky my friend patrick and i we're like ne- we don't have kids, and we're like old ish. <coughs> mm. And I we call ourselves the Red Flag Crew. Why? You want to? Ju- because there's red. Do we obviously red have flags red flags? The relationship stuff. Or? yeah, we have red flags. Like, so we yeah, don't that's have the kids. first question they ask me. How
0: come you don't have kids? How come you're single? I'm like, <laughs> exactly, uh, Bitch, I've had <laughs> I'm the, the two miscarriages count. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> you jerk! I know. Wow, well, it's, it's true. Well, <laughs> <He is inappropriate. laughs> well, I'm just saying they make it sound like nobody wanted like, to do have them with
1: count. Yeah. Do, I-
0: Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a, another, another podcast. podcast. <laughs> that's separate he podcast.
1: She knows
0: those don't count. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't I, I, sometimes girls don't tell you if they do those behind your back.
1: Wow. Well, that's better for you. The
0: well, less one you of them I think was. Oh, I think she called it a miscarriage. You know
1: that slogan, the more you know? In this one, it's the <laughs> less you
0: know. <laughs> I agree. No, but because they make it sound like nobody wanted to have kids with me. So when they ask me that question, I'm like, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't work out. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: can I take a beer break? Can you get me a beer, please?
1: Absolutely. What? Right there in the fridge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pretty and please. then I've got the little the yeah, bottle perfect. opener here.
0: Oh, yeah. So, so are we taking a break? <laughs> no, I no, no. Talking? We're going. She's, okay, okay. She got me. All right. Thank so, you. So,
1: um, you know, so I get to, we get to London. Immediately, nobody's phones work. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you're in a different so network. You have to get like a blah, whole blah,
0: new blah. phone, right? Connected no, to a different you network. Just,
1: no, well, you just have to like get yourself an international plan. So, I had a work phone and a personal phone. So. Okay, so we get to London and then from London it's straight to Pisa. So our job was um in Pisa, Italy, where the leaning tower is, mm-hmm. at this um a military base called Camp Darby. Mm-hmm. So, um you know, it the basically there were like these little towns you could live in. There was Terenia, which is like a little beach town, and then you could live in the city Pisa, but it was kind of far from work, and then you could live in like the the you know, like cruise cruise ships where they dock oh, yeah. in Italy? It's the the little the little town is called Livorno. Oh, okay. So that was also an area you could live in. I picked to live in the beach because I've never lived on a beach, you know? Hmm. I, so Choose. I picked to live on the beach and I, um, I roomed with one of my coworkers and we had this amazing villa like a block away from the
0: beach. Damn. It was
1: beautiful, dude. And it's so Sounds cheap. Like it. Yeah? Like, yeah, dude. Like... Living in hey, Italy on, it, is, is sorry, cheap. Sorry, sorry. I have to interrupt you. are going to have
0: to like... Because this is catching it big time. When it moves that way. Like maybe like right in the middle. Sorry, that works. Good? Yeah, thank
1: you. So, I picked to live in the beach. Um, I was, you know...
0: That's better. But or before it was... Was it... Did you move to a little bit? Is it, it good?
1: Mm-hmm. That's fine. So, I, I, I picked to live <clears> in the beach um, because I've... You know, it was just awesome dude uh you know swimming in the mediterranean every weekend was like ridiculous Damn, for real? yeah dude so um no it was awesome um we we you know we got to work and it was just and, and how many hours
0: of work a week
1: normal 40
0: oh wow cool yeah
1: you know it we, sounds like
0: it's one of those jobs they are gonna be working in 70 years
1: no well you know honestly typically in defense contracting you when i worked at raytheon i would work 60 hours a week yeah but i got paid for overtime yeah so it was mm-hmm. badass this job um it was 40 hours a week never worked weekends um nice yeah it was pretty cool um and we we worked you're in, in italy you're in italy i mean the yeah, obviously the, the language barrier is a little bit tricky oh yeah yeah but um no dude it was it was awesome we got did there. you end up
0: learning italian i
1: did i picked up a lot of italian kind of closer to the end but if, you know, it's Latin-based, so if you know Spanish, yeah. you're going to kind of, you'll be up. able to pick up a lot of Italian. And then we actually were very lucky because we hired this woman, this American woman, who has a child with an Italian man there. Her name's Janine, and she was awesome, and she knows, like, fluent Italian. So her and I became, like, really close right away, and I would listen to her Italian a lot, and I picked it up from her. So. Cool. And I could, it's funny, because you could even pick up, like, accents. Like, you could pick up people who were from Livorno, yeah. and people who were from Pisa, and people who were from Florence, Rome. It was really, really weird. Yeah, yeah it's Yeah, it's weird. Just, like, here.
0: But that's, like, after a while, no? You're yeah, after a while. The trained year. No,
1: no, no, for sure. After a while. I, at first, I was like, what the hell is everybody <laughs> saying? I don't know. But, yeah, no, it was cool.
0: What's some of the craziest things that happened out there? Anything on the side? Did you party a little? I mean, you're only working 40 hours. You got weekends off. I know
1: yeah dude there was a lot of partying um you know what's funny i don't know if it was the region i was in but dude there's no music scene oh really in italy it's it's i mean there's like shows you know but there's not like you can't just oh let's go to this bar because they play you know house music or you know because dude i'm a house head yeah like. yeah yeah so anytime i wanted to listen to house music i had to like travel
0: to oh, go a... listen you know like where
1: um well, dude, I'll I'll I like, probably the like one of the crazy. Nah, I don't know if it's crazy, but it's it's kind of cool. So, New Year's Eve of 2016, I mean, sorry, going into 2017. Um, I I've never seen Macy Plex like DJ ever, and you know he's like, just for me, he's like one of the top fucking DJs of the world. And
0: nice.
1: Um, I happen to know his wife, uh-huh. Christine. So. I was like kind of researching what am i gonna do for new year's eve you know i got to do something big because it's my last i knew i was leaving italy soon so i um i decide to like research and i see macy oplex is playing in venice and i'm like and i hadn't been to venice yet so i was like okay i'm gonna do this like and i and i I bought two tickets to the his show just in case like at the at the last minute somebody's like, Hey, can yeah. I come? And then I would already have their ticket, whatever. Yeah. So I bought two tickets and I asked a bunch of people at work, like, Hey, I'm going to this show, does anybody wanna go? And everybody was being stupid, dude. Uh, like mm-hmm, Are you serious? Yeah, they're
0: That's whack.
1: You gotta like you have to like yeah, house music. You have to be still, into electronic music to like. I would like. go for
0: the story. I mean, I, I like that music, no, but even if I didn't, I would yeah, just go for the yeah. story. Well,
1: where the hell were you New Year's Eve, twenty seventeen,
0: right? bro? <laughs> where was, uh, where anyway.
1: was it? Anyway, <laughs> El Paso, El Paso, Las Cruces. No, you at a party I wasn't invited
0: to. Did I get crazy this past year? I forget all of the New Year's. Yeah, yeah. you did. Oh, what how did funny I do? how
1: you how you forget. I know. Dude, we, I like we I women remember everything. I know. I can. At a party I wasn't invited to. Remember which one? And I stayed home and made menudo all night. It was great. Look at her. Oh she yeah, was so you dumb. made Cute. menudo. It was so oh delicious. Did no, you give him any? Right. I hope you didn't give him I'll any. Oh no! Yeah, that. it
0: was okay. It was one of my more mild uh, New Year's Eves.
1: Oh, I thought her menudo was okay. No, yeah, no. that's oh, her, look that's look her
0: laugh. first <laughs> time making it, and she, she <laughs> came and out good? perfect. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it was one of our more 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 mild New Year's Eves. Yeah. Dude, New Year's Eves
1: usually suck. Not for me. <laughs> I don't mean, like New. Uh, no, honestly, dude, I'd, I'd rather crazy. stay home. Me
0: too. No, like,
1: I get, no, for real. I go nuts. It's so. I don't think I've had a good New Year's Eve until this one, the one I'm telling you about. Let's see,
0: let's finish that story because oh, yeah. okay. mine's gonna pale in in comparison. Yeah. For sure.
1: <laughs> okay. So, I, dude, I take a fucking train. Okay. From me, from. So you by yourself. By Nobody went da- with you. That's dude, fucking. I traveled whack. the world by my dad's I know, like,
0: but your co-workers are whack.
1: No, no, everybody's whack, dude. Everybody <laughs> at my work. They don't know. Yeah. Okay? They're not into music. They don't know what's up. That, dude, some of the people in my work never even left like our city. The actual... Oh, my God. They didn't even take a flight to anywhere. To
0: see some shit. I mean, I went wound. to
1: 16 countries.
0: Damn. Two years, right?
1: Two years. Well, uh, less than two years. Like. Less than two years? Yeah, a year and nine months. Okay. But almost two years. But yeah, I went to 15 countries. Nice. Some people didn't even leave Pisa. Damn. Is that ridiculous? Yeah. Dude, you could get on a flight... And you could be in, I mean, when I went to Africa, that was my last trip. Holy shit. The man. flight was three hours and I was in Africa.
0: Oh, it's that's That's right nothing, there. dude. Yeah.
1: Okay. So back to my story. Yeah. I'll talk about Africa later. I went to <clears throat> Venice, took a train. I don't, don't ask me why, but dude, I, I was super YOLO. Like, the, I'm like, fuck <laughs> it. I don't, I didn't look shit up. I just, I, I, okay. So. As soon as I found out Macy Oplex was playing in Venice, I sent his wife a message and I'm like, hey, I see your hubby's going to be playing in Venice by any chance. Are you going to be there? Because I just I wanted to hang out with her, you know. Um, And she tells me she's dude, she's amazing. Like yeah. she's such like she's so like just one of those like people that like you just hit her up and she's like, she's I'll put you on the VIP list. Like Damn. She's so awesome. So I I was like, hey, I bought these tickets to see your husband. I just wanted to know if she was going to be there. And she tells me right away, sell those tickets. I'm going to put you on his list. And I was like, really? And she's like, yes. So I'm like, "Okay, cool. So I I go to Venice. I get to Venice and I'm starving. So I'm with my suitcase. I'm like rolling around through Venice. And (laughs) dude, I have no idea where he's playing. And I have no idea where my hotel is like she sent me a link like, hey, a lot of the artists that are playing that night are staying here. And she goes, I don't know where we are yet because um, our agent hasn't told us where they booked us. Because, you know, dude, her husband's very famous. Like she's got people doing all her shit for her. So she's like, but this is where some of the talent is staying. And she sent me a link. I just booked it. I didn't even look at where whatever I booked my hotel. So I'm in Venice. I go eat. I'm with my suitcase, and I start. I pull up my maps. Like, where am I going, dude? It was an hour away.
0: Holy shit!
1: And I was like, oh, como soy pendeja, <laughs> like chingalo. I didn't even think about like looking. <laughs> so I start asking people, like in my broken Italian, like, what is the best way to get to Jesolo, Italy? Because Jesolo was where the club was, and the the hotel. So, um, people are like, oh, you have to take the bus or a taxi. And I'm like, oh my God, dude, an hour taxi ride. So I, I'm like, okay, so there I am with my suitcase, like rolling, you know, through Italian, all the Italian tile, like, you know, it's just annoying as shit. So there I am rolling (laughs) my suitcase and I finally find like a taxi stand and I tell, I, I get up to this. Taxi and there's like this really beautiful Italian woman driving the taxi and I'm like, oh, Of wow. course, dude, there's like a fucking movie. <laughs> so I go up to her and I'm telling her like how much will it cost to get to Jessalo? And she tells me ninety euro. And that's like over hundred bucks. It
0: makes so sense. I
1: was like, All right, fuck it. YOLO. Standard. Yeah, standard. YOLO. <laughs> Yolo. An hour so, drive, yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude. So I tell cost. her, like, can you take me? She's like, Of course, get in there's a way I get in and we're driving, <clears throat> and blah blah blah, and we're talking. She's speaks a little bit English. I speak Italian kind of broken, so we're, you know, communicating Making this. it happen. And, yeah. So I get to my hotel. It's I have I I like purposely paid for like like this view of like the ocean nice. and it was dude, it was amazing. Hell yeah. So I get to my hotel and I guess I should give you guys like a little bit of background on yeah. Italy. So Italians are very Man, I don't know how to explain them in one word.
0: Well you're, they, you're allowed to use more than one word. No, 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 because
1: it's like it's like okay, they're very serious about their culture. Oh, okay. And what I mean by their culture is they dude, like they have mad siesta like in Spain and Mexico. Like, dude, nothing is open between two PM and seven PM. Damn. Okay? Nothing is open. Like yeah. it is crazy. You have to get used to it. There is I can't crazy you you get there and you're like what if i have an emergency what if i need like you know allergy medicine at three in the morning <laughs> like there's no fucking walgreens dude that's open 24 7 nothing like that I
0: don't know there's
1: anything. not a pharmacy open like they close and that's it like you gotta get used to it most Americans go to Italy and they mm. want to eat at 3 p.m. Yeah. 4 p.m. No. Good luck. No, <laughs> yeah, this is not happening. I hate it already.
0: No, it's, add it to the list of places so I'm gonna talk shit about. No, seriously, no,
1: America. It's being it's hard being American and moving to a country like yeah, that because you you're not used to, used to it, it, dude. Yeah. You're used to go go yeah. go, 24/7. I need this now. Blah blah blah. Just move at a different pace. It's just totally different. They really they really really thrive in their culture. their very proud They're proud people. quality time, dude. Oh, like, okay. That yeah, makes sense. like they care That's about That's actually cool. No, but it's, it's, it's an adjustment trust me, though. Dude. have a higher uh, value on life oh, experiences and things like that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, totally. Like mm-hmm. I came home a different person. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, I'm never on my phone anymore. Like just so many things. Like you mm-hmm. don't, you take for granted as an American. And when you get back, you're like fucking Americans. Dude, mm-hmm. They're <laughs> so spoiled and they're so bratty. It's weird. So, okay, so I get to my hotel. Nothing is open because it's not <laughs> 7 yet. Um, and it's funny because Italians, they know when you're American because you get to the restaurant at 7 p.m. <laughs> They're like the, the, the employees <laughs> the of the restaurant. To- yeah, they look at you like, because, dude, America. Italians don't need dinner till 9 p.m.
0: Oh, for real? Day.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. You'll be in the restaurant at 7 and it's empty. Like the, the the workers are still like sweeping. They're like eh, va bene, you know and Like you're just like oh my god, like why are we are we are you open? And they're like yeah. Like but you're American. You're starving at seven.
0: I'm sure they get a lot of a lot of Americans though passing oh, through. Oh so no,
1: absolutely. And the only the only place where you will find things open are like very high touristy yeah. areas like Rome. Um, but but where I lived, it was very Italian like. They look at you like 4 p.m. you're hungry, you're crazy, you know? Like no, 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 no. Come back at I wonder 7.
0: Wonder why the the company chose that area? Was there a reason?
1: The the military base. Oh, okay. That's that's where the work had to be done. Oh, okay. Cuz we were we were working with the Italian military. Oh, okay. So the base that I that I worked at was half Italian, half American. Cool,
0: cool. Okay. And that's
1: why and it, it just happened to be there that makes sense yeah but uh, but most high like uh, high tourist areas they'll they'll be open more yeah. you know than, well, that's than, money for them exactly but dude italians don't care about money <laughs> they don't they You're don't just care the
0: americans talking shit afterwards all they, right we'll open up god damn
1: it. yeah they don't care about like we need to be open because somebody might come in at three p no they don't care it's they just they value their downtime their quality time with family they're just very serious about their culture and dude at first it's it's rough it's rough <laughs> getting sounds used rough. To, I'm it. Just listening to it I'm yeah like, it's rough shit. getting used to it and then after you've been there you know a year you're like okay i get it you know so anyway so i get to my hotel in Jessalo. and i immediately send Christine a message and i'm like hey what like what's the plan like what time should i get to the club you know and so i don't hear from her for hours right so I start Netflixing, like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to Netflix. It's, there's nothing open. Yeah. It's completely, yeah, choice. everything's closed. So I'm Netflixing. Time. Yeah, I'm killing time. So at like 10 p.m. she sends me a message and she tells me, hey, don't even bother showing up to the club till like 2 a.m. And I'm Damn. like, what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, Eric does, Maceoplex's real name's Eric. And she's like, Eric doesn't go on till four.
0: Shout out to Eric. Four in the Shout morning.
1: Shout out to Eric oh Stornell. Yeah, dude, seriously, oh, four a.m. was when he was going on. So it was, was one of going those on. all morning dude, type of things. What's well, New
0: Year's Eve? So yeah. Yeah, you go hard. but dude, I'm but like, I'm
1: thirty six years old. Like, did you <laughs> a nap? hell yeah, I took a nap. So I basically Netflixed until like one, and then I got up. It was the weirdest thing, and I thought, you know what, Jessica, like, you made it all the way here. Like, don't go to sleep. Like, don't, don't stay asleep, you know? Like, get your ass out of bed. Get ready. Just, dude, just do it, you know? So I get up. Yeah, it's nuts. So I get up. And, and, dude, I haven't done that since I was, like, in my 20s, you know? Get up for the club at, like, a weird hour. <laughs> so I get up um, at 1 in the morning. I get dressed up. And I go downstairs to the front desk. And I tell the guy, like, I need a taxi. And he's like, taxi? Imposible. I'm like, shit. what do you mean, imposible? He's like, looking at his watch. Like, it's like, downtime. It's like, dude, it's, <laughs> there's no taxi right now. And I'm like, what? what do you mean there's no taxi right now? Like, And he's like, where do you want to go? And I tell him the name of the club. And he's like, no, imposible. And I'm like, como, como que imposible? Like, <laughs> what? and he's just like impossible dude i swear we said impossible i was like to like to each other for like uh, 30 seconds (laughs) like this man is driving me crazy so i'm staring him down like i'm not taking that as an answer so he he's like va bene which means all good okay va bene means all good so he's like va bene he gets his cell phone and i guess he calls a buddy and, he, and I can hear him in Italian, like, hey, una signora, like, and I'm telling him, like, I want to go to the club and blah, blah, blah. Until so the guy's like, yeah, yeah, I'll pick her up in 20 minutes. So he tells me, they're going to pick you up in 20 minutes. I'm like, okay. So I sit in the lobby, 25 minutes pass, this van's outside. Dude, I'm by myself. It's 2 in the morning by this That's time. That's creepy
0: for a girl though.
1: Exactly. A little bit. Yeah. So I get Just I get in the van. The guy is very nice, talking to me in Italian. I'm throwing my broken Italian at him. So we're driving, and then all of a sudden he pulls over, and I'm lo- I'm like creeped out. Like, what is he doing? These kids get in, like these two young kids, like guys get in, but they get in the front with him. So I'm I'm like ready to like, all right, I'm gonna have to like fight my way out of this i don't know you this just freak how it out. Ends. this you're is just, how it ends you know oh no, yeah just, for a girl you're in survival shit. mode you know like so i'm like on edge and i'm like okay what what, what and i think what would my mom do because dude my mom is she's so vigilant like she's just a vigilant human like it's crazy I'm like mm-hmm. what would my mom do in this scenario and i'm like all right I'm ready. And so then I I'm listening to their conversation and it was his son. Like he picked mm. up his son and a friend. It's like their end of the night, my beginning of the night. <laughs> you know, they're probably twenty years old. I'm fucking almost forty. <laughs> I'm barely going to the club. It's like ridiculous. So he takes me to the club, drops me off. All right, and so I get in, I'm on the list, I get in, and I'm like, I go get a drink, and it's like, dude, the club was so packed. I was like, what the hell? Like at four I have, No, well it was like two. it was like two two fifteen at this time and it was so packed. And you know the craziest thing? The freaking majority of people in there were in their forties. Are you serious? Dead serious.
0: Damn.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of kids, yeah. but
0: but, but there of... was,
1: like, a very, very mature audience. And I was like, nice. this is awesome, you know? <laughs> cool. So I go get my drinks. I'm drinking. I'm dancing by myself. And I'm looking at my, clock, like my watch. And I'm like, all right, it's almost four. So four rolls around. It's like five minutes till four. And I see Maceo Plex walk in. And they're escorting him to the stage. And I'm looking for his wife, you know? Because I, I I wanted to see her. It's been years since I've seen her. So I'm like... <clears throat> i'm at the club i walk up to the to the backstage and i'm just there and i don't see her anywhere so i'm st- sending her messages no response and i'm like oh she'll be here later so i'm dude i'm so like into the music and i'm just dancing and i'm drinking and i'm having so much fun that i lose track of time and i lose track of Christine. i'm like yeah. whatever dancing whatever it's like six in the morning and I look at my watch I'm like oh my god it's six in the morning I'm tired like yeah okay time to go (laughs) so I look for Christine one more time check my phone she didn't respond I never saw her and I was like well I don't know I'm sure something happened whatever so I go outside and the line to get a taxi was freaking ridiculous okay like I'm talking this long line that it's like So I'm looking at the line and I'm like, dude, do you really think there's a taxi at six in the morning in Italy? Nope. So what do I do? What would my mom do? (laughs) What would Grace do? (laughs) Seriously, dude. So I I stand all creepy in the middle of the parking lot and I tell myself, I'm going to look for a normal, safe looking person and I'm going to give them money. Can you give me a ride to the hotel? So that's crazy that's what i do i wait for this super like you know classy looking couple it's like man and his wife they're walking and i'm all creepy following them <laughs> yeah dude i'm so ridiculous so that's they get into though, i know girl i know but i always
0: scold my female friends they do all kinds of crazy shit i'm like dude <laughs> Guys are weird, but if it, if it was a couple, that makes you know it makes it a well, little bit better. I just but
1: I, I saw them and I was like feeling out their vibe. whole taxi. I, th- I'm all drunk at six in the morning, feeling feel out their so vibe. <laughs> yeah. She's really good on the vibes right oh, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let me fill
0: out their vibe real quick. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. My, my my moral compass is amazing <laughs> oh, at this yeah. point, <laughs> dude. Yeah, 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 on point. So <laughs> I go, so they get into this really nice BMW, and I'm like. Oh, I mean, oh. cycles don't drive BMWs, do they? Oh, yeah. Just kidding. Of course they do. I'm like, yeah, that's all that drives them. <laughs> he's yeah, got his exactly. though, well. So I was like, okay, so I go up to the window and I'm all knocking, you know, and he's like, and, and I tell him oh, like, gosh. I'm like, I will give you 20 euro to drive me to my hotel. Like, I don't want to wait in that line. And he, he looks at me, he goes, who's with you? And I'm like, nobody. He's like, get in. So I get in the back seat and this little, beautiful little Italian couple, they're like in their early 40s, Nice. they're driving me and they're talking super young. to me, super young. They're like talking to me <laughs> and they're like, what are you doing here? And like, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm American. And they're like, oh, my God, welcome. And blah, blah, blah. And I'm telling them, like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm really surprised to see somebody your age here because I felt I thought I was going to be the oldest person in there. And they're like, no, we love Maceo Plex. And I was like, really? And they're like, yes. So I'm talking to them, and they're like, um, w- can we ask you a question? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, where in, in America do you live? Like, where are you from? What state? And I'm like, Texas. Oklahoma. <laughs> Hell no. Dude, I say Texas. And they start, like, screaming, like, <sighs> Like to like towards each other, like what? Oh, like you know, in Italian, their their version of like what? You know, <laughs> and I'm just looking at them like, what the hell did I say? Why are they so excited? excited
0: yeah. Their version of what?
1: Yeah, their version of like what? <gasps> so then I was like, and I'm looking at them, they're like, no, we're sorry. That we're like, it's just we've always talked about how in our lifetime we'll probably never meet an American and then on top of that definitely not from From texas
0: Texas.
1: (laughs) and i was like are you serious and they're like yes you have no idea what this moment means for us and i was like you have no idea what this moment means for me you know
0: it's a ride dude
1: so they take me to my hotel and i give them the 20 goes no like don't insult me like no it was a pleasure bringing you and i was like oh my god an american's
0: gonna take that dude. yeah is there still one?
1: of yeah. course there I need is yeah refill so I to go. so yeah like I to go. so i basically dude i get to my hotel and dude i was so like nostalgic Thank like you. just from that ride home yeah. you know like dude italians are so amazing like they're such good people like i, I don't know they're just like so good you know so I got back to my hotel and then, um, I, I, got, I got to the hotel and it was like time for breakfast. So I went Holy straight shit. to the breakfast to like, I ate like, you know, my breakfast and I went to my room.
0: Is it still eggs over there or no?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nah, well, it depends on which hotel you're staying at, but yeah, they're, they're, they have eggs. Let's,
0: but, let's say bye to D real quick. Okay. D yeah. has to bounce. I gotta
1: go. Bye D. Bye. Thanks for coming through. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Riveting story. Say, say bye to the listeners. Uh, bye listeners. I miss you already. <laughs> we got a uh, what the the july first week of july yeah to recap june june we got yeah. plenty of stories we got too, no? we we're gonna talk we ta- huh we didn't even do a may one i, I know but well oh. yeah we'll recap everything but we got what talking about ari the rugged man show oh yeah yeah definitely. we'll talk about um, rest in peace prodigy okay. we'll R. talk R. B. about B. all prodigy. kinds of yeah. shit yeah so be on uh, the lookout for that one but d BD was nice enough to squeeze us into her schedule here oh, for a little bit <laughs> Nice. Uh, you know, her company is in high demand right now. She's got to move on to the next stop. <laughs> on to the uh, next The, the fans one. are calling. The That's fans are calling. That's not thing, but thank you so, guys. I'm thank a-
1: you so much. Thanks.
0: Later, dude. Bye. I'll text you a little bit later.
1: All right. I'll be able to.
0: Just uh, close the gate, right? That's it.
1: Yeah.
0: Cool. Be safe. Okay. Okay, where do we leave off?
1: Okay, so I, I go get breakfast and um um I get back to my room and then... I get a text from Christine and she's like, yeah, she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. She's like, you know, I guess apparently like, you know, her and her husband had like dinner and then like they decided to take a nap. And she says she just did not get up because they had been he had played in Amsterdam the night before. Mm. So they were exhausted. Yeah, But she was like i'm so sorry like i like let like let's catch up let's get some tea or coffee or something and i was like dude honestly like i just got back to my room let me sleep a little bit and then i'll text you so um no like it just it didn't work out like she she left kind of early like she i sent her a message and she was like um
0: the gate is locked yeah you- it's the bottom part
1: yeah but do you, can yeah. do you, can you, push, you push? Can you push pause or like?
0: Yeah, I can pause it. Do you want me to That's go do sure. it for her? Yeah, and we're back.
1: So, um, I didn't. I didn't <clears throat> end up seeing her the next day only because when we when I finally did get up and we kind of messaged each other, she she was like, "I'm already on my I'm already on a flight back to Spain because they live in Spain," and oh, okay. she was like. I'm missing my babies too much. Like she missed her little boy and her kids and like her dogs. Yeah. Yeah. She has kids. So she was like, I'm already on my flight. I'm so sorry. And I was like, dude, like she felt really bad that she didn't make it to the club. And I was like, dude, don't even worry about it. Just one of those people that I had a blast. Like I had a blast. Like Macy Oplex's set was just ridiculous. Like I had a blast Nice. and I knew like something happened. Like, you know, and she'll, 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 she'll text me eventually. So, Whatever that was, that. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I, I I told my mom this story. I told my parents this story, and they were just shaking their head. Like, I go, "Hey, I didn't want to wait in line for a taxi. I would have been there till eight thirty. Yeah, you know, it was no.
0: I mean, it was a couple, and it was a BMW. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, it doesn't matter. But no, but a couple no.
0: does make it a little bit better. And if it was a dude just by himself for a couple <laughs> of days, <dudes>. because <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: some girls would not hesitate. They'll do. They don't care. They'll, they'll hop in I a car mean, with some dudes.
1: Yeah. And honestly, I wouldn't have done that if it was, like, Elephant Butte.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, You got to be super careful.
1: So, I mean, I did it, and I I took a chance, but you know what? It was, like, probably one of the most memorable New Year's Eves I've ever had, and it was by myself. I risked it, but I had fun, and that was just – I don't know. And and it's it's so funny, like, people ask me all the time – Like, how was it living in Europe for two years, almost two years? And it's like the best way for me to explain it is like you are literally in defense mode the whole time. Why? What? Because you're you're out of your element. You're in a foreign country. You're in a foreign land. You don't know languages. You're American. That's number one.
0: A lot of people hate us. (laughs)
1: Oh, everybody hates us, dude. And I get and I get why we're spoiled. We're bratty. We're we're privileged. Arrogant. We really are, dude. I yeah. mean, we we just we take a lot of things for granted. Um I learned a lot about myself and about humanity like just living in another country and traveling the world, you know? Um I remember I was in Africa. Yeah. I was in in Marrakech, I was in Morocco. Um and people wanted to know what the people of Marrakech thought about Trump. What the fuck? And I was like, dude, I'm in the mountains. Like I'm I'm hiking 3,000 feet at the Siti Fadma Mountains in Marrakesh, and you're asking me, hey, <laughs> ask the people what they think about Trump running for president. Like, I'm like who,
0: your friends or what? Like
1: my friends on Facebook. Oh, like, okay. you know, people were like, hey, since you're there.
0: While like, you're there, Dude, was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Nobody
1: cares about that crap. It's not
0: that deep into yeah. No,
1: like, I mean, I'm sure they have their opinions, yeah, but,
0: but it's not. to
1: me, it was like, Really? like dude i spent that's,
0: that's the well not not to not that sometimes subconsciously or you know unknowingly that's the the arrogance of the americans sometimes it, it is ask it, them what they think about ask, this this, not yeah. like they probably don't. And, they, and they got their own shit going they on they have
1: their own things like i i was i was like i remember i was sitting with these moroccan ladies who are making moroccan oil Holy like shit. hair oil cooking oil like they make like um like like rejuvenation, like face creams, like dude, they do everything by hand. And yeah. I got to spend time with them. I was with them for a day.
0: What took you out there though, before we go further?
1: No, nothing. Is I this while
0: you were still working? I was so still you just working. Took a trip it was, it was my, close by. Yeah. It was hours, like, right?
1: it was like my last trip and oh, okay. I wanted it to be big.
0: Cool. 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 Um, and, you. and
1: I will tell you, I had an amazing time, but I was on edge the whole time I was there. Um, the people are very aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, as it is you're American and there's this ridiculous like like uh like a phobia of Muslims, okay? Oh, Unfortunately. Um when I was at UT and 9/11 happened, I had dude, I had a friend named Hina Hussein and she used to wear like, you know, her full garb and yeah. and I I will never forget that she and I we were walking after English class and these dudes started throwing rocks at us holy shit yeah dude people are just ignorant they don't get it they're (laughs) they're just you know it's just one of those things and so that has always stayed with me so fast forward to i'm in africa and i'm in like the marrakesh market and it's not i mean you know it's mainly it's nothing but muslims i mean there's probably maybe a few christians like
0: so there's Muslims, but there's a Muslim phobia there too?
1: No, 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 no. Oops. I'm saying as Americans oh, okay, I see what because you're saying. I was with two so co-workers. Have, yeah. you know, oh, okay. As American, you are... So you are, went with a
0: couple of people. We
1: are we are American yeah. and we're taught to be afraid of Muslims yeah. and it's just completely it's like ridiculous. a conditioning.
0: Yeah, it's not it's, even that you... To
1: me, it's like, yeah. no, you know?
0: But so, now you're in Muslim Central.
1: Yeah, and you're in Muslim Central, and, 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 and there were a lot of aggressive people. Um, they
0: probably assume that you are, like, that have that phobia or whatever well, you want to call it.
1: Here's the funny part. You probably
0: have that ingrained in them that, that you probably have some kind of opinions about their... Oh, You know, I, it is, you know how it is. No, you kind absolutely. of assume people from certain countries have stereotypes. Yes. So they probably assume that all Americans hate Muslims or something.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But here's the funny part. I, they didn't think I was American.
0: Oh, for real, what? Dude, everybody
1: thought I was from Iraq. What the fuck? <laughs> they they would ask me, are you uh, Iraq? And I'm like, wow. no. <laughs> Obviously, you don't say you're American. I would say Mexico. And then, ah, Mexico. Like, yeah, you don't want to get
0: stoned to death?
1: <laughs> not one person in Europe ever thought that I was, like, you know, Mexican descent or American. I wonder it, why. It depended on what country I was in. I mean, right now I'm blonde, but I had, like, dark brown mm-hmm. hair, but, and... Even some of my coworkers, one time, were like, "Hey, what are you?" And I'm like, "What do you mean? What am I? <laughs> like, what ethnicity are you?" And I'm like, well, "What do you think I am?" And one guy literally told me, "You look Middle Eastern."
0: Wow. What? Why? Do they have a lot of light-skinned out there. They do. Okay. Yeah,
1: they do. And um, so when I was when I was in Morocco, um, I would talk to like the vendors because there's a huge, very famous market, and there's like everything you can think of: fruit, nuts, clothes. Excuse me. Um, you know,
0: every like lamps. Okay. Like beautiful, Those kind of like, like trinkets and yeah, stuff, and, you and little you see snacks? that
1: lantern right there, like that kind of lamp. Okay. So there's everything. This this market's very famous, and it's just so full of people. And um, they they were very aggressive. You know. <laughs> aggressive there, there how though like, like
0: give me an example
1: okay dude this lady came up to me and my coworker, and she grabbed my what arm the hell? and yanked my arm and she started drawing on my hand with the henna what
0: the fuck? and
1: i was like trying to pull my hand back because i was like i don't want to i don't want this yeah. like i didn't want to pay her for it like if i'm gonna go get henna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna get it where i want you know <laughs> yeah. but this dude she literally just grabbed you she just grabbed my arm yanked it started drawing on me and I, and I kept telling her like i don't know please stop like i don't want it and she's like it's a gift it's a gift and still,
0: i was <laughs> right my hand and shit. it
1: wasn't a gift dude because no, when because was... when we were when she was done she wanted money Holy shit. and i was like no you said it was a gift she goes no pay me it, it, like that that's it's what aggressive. i mean by aggressive yeah, yeah. super aggressive very aggressive and then um My coworker kind of fell into it too. And she grabbed her arm and I was like, (laughs) I was shaking my head and I'm like, don't do it. And you know, whatever you learn, you learn and you kind of keep your head down when you're going through the market. It's just weird. Um, But then there's also those dudes that have like the monkey on a a chain, you know, like on a leash. Oh, that's a real thing. (laughs) Oh, dude, let me tell you, it's a very real thing. So there's all these ring dudes a little hat,
0: a little that, fez. No, and no, shit they're what?
1: wearing soccer jerseys. <laughs> and you know what sucks? Ugh. I don't have a picture because if they see you taking a picture, they charge you. Holy they're shit, like, give me real? money. Yeah. yeah, you can't take pictures it makes in that sense, market. It yeah,
0: kinda yeah, makes sense. Yeah,
1: yeah, of course it makes sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it does
0: to me because it's like, oh, okay, you're you're coming in as an outsider taking pictures. But hey, give got to tax You, you got to get taxed. Yeah. It and, makes and, sense to me.
1: And there's a picture on my Instagram where I was walking through this real narrow little um, kind of an alley. Um, and there was like like a little little market, not a market, but little stands. And there was like a, a, a man who had like meat just hanging. Holy shit. I took a picture and in the picture, he's like yelling at me. <laughs> and like the, the customers are looking at me in the picture and they're like making an ugly face at me because... They don't want you to take pictures. It's it's, like, it's kinda nutty. Like
0: Is it because is it well there's the money part, but there's also maybe because it's kinda like a sacred little hideaway. They don't want it to get too burned out, commercialized or something I, or I, but you would I, think they'd want to attract tourists to make more money.
1: That's what I'm telling you. I, I don't think that they're I think they know you're a tourist. Yeah. And they, they're not about that. Like, yeah. they, they don't want you to take a picture of their little stand. are like not they, worthy.
0: Yeah, not you're not picture.
1: worthy. Exactly. That and, makes of sense. course, you know, and I get it. It's, yeah. You have to respect cultures, you know, when you go to other countries. You can't just but do what you want. It's worth a know? shot, though. Too. Oh, yeah, I got what's lots a, what's of pictures.
0: The, oh, you did? Oh, yeah, dude. What's the expression? Mejor pedir... Perdón, qué permiso. Yeah.
1: Well, it, so, you can say it in well, English, too, no, but
0: Yeah, but you're, you're losing the alliteration <laughs> in English. There's it's no alliteration to, in it's English. It's better
1: to ask for forgiveness than permission. There's no alliteration. Yeah. So, I got a lot of pictures. Um, you would walk into, let's say, um, like a like a store full of, like, lamps, and it would say, no pictures. And I'm like, Psh, take a picture from far away. I'm American, Take a picture dude. of the sign of... I'm American. I'm going to do what you're, I want. You're
0: still, you're still American. Of course. <laughs> the American still comes out.
1: Dude, I was American 35 years, 34 years. I'm taking a picture. Italian, it. too. Like, I'm going to take a picture.
0: Picture's getting taken.
1: Yeah. No. So... Yeah, I'm going to take a picture when you're what not did, looking.
0: <laughs> what did your coworkers say or what?
1: Oh, dude, they had fun. We, it was three girls. It was just three girls. Oh, we cool. went. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we had an amazing time. We stayed in this beautiful, they call them riyads. Um, and and it's, it's funny. We, we rented a Riyadh and it was this whole house. And the, in, the middle of the house, like the, the common areas, it was like outside. Okay. It's, it's hard to explain, but like there was no roof. It's like, mm-hmm. it was the outside. The only time you were inside the house was when you were in your bedroom. Okay. Each of us had our own bedroom. Then they had like, um, we had a, um, a 24-hour like security guy. He slept with us in the house. He took care of us the whole time. Dude, it's, yeah. It's
0: Different. Yeah, it's <laughs>
1: dangerous. But so we had a, a, a 24-hour security guy with us. And then um, Rashida, who was our maid and our cook. And then we had a driver. So, like, if we wanted to go far that we couldn't walk, we would just call our driver. He would drop us off. Um, but we mostly walked everywhere. And yeah. and our Riyadh was, like, in the hood. Like, it was in a scary part. And we were just like, we have to experience this. Yeah. You know, in its entirety. You can't just, oh, we got the Four <laughs> Seasons. Like, no. we are in the we middle were, of it. And shit. Were, we were in the middle of everything. But
0: you everything. got the security guard. You got the driver. Yeah.
1: He didn't go with us no? anywhere. He just stayed in the house. Oh, okay. And slept there and was, like, you know, That's there if we needed him. But... I mean, we we had a really good time. Um, we bought. I mean, we, I bought. I bought a. I bought some stuff. Um, I wanted to buy a lamp, like a lantern, but I, I there was no way I would have been able to bring it home with me, so I didn't get one. I'll just order one on Amazon. and <laughs> Pretend I got it in Morocco. Tell the
0: story. I got this yeah. in Morocco.
1: Well, yeah. I can't anymore because I'm on a podcast. I know. Right.
0: It. We'll have to edit that out. Be <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I snuck it in.
1: Yeah. So no, I, and so. I think the most memorable trips for me were definitely Venice for New Year's Eve, um, Africa. And um, t- dude, I went to Tokyo, I went to Japan.
0: That, was, you were that was my, I went there. Tell us about that.
1: I went, I went there um, Thanksgiving, the first year that I was in Italy. Um, I was actually supposed to go to Paris, but the, that huge terrorist attack happened mm. and then they were prohibiting us from traveling to France, to Paris. So, um we changed our 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 trip from Paris to Japan. And um we dude I, I like I had the most amazing time there. Um
0: Japan what was the highlight?
1: dude, Japan is like my favorite place on earth. Yeah, why is oh, that? Oh dude, they're just so ahead of us. They're ahead of everybody in every way, shape and form. Um, what did you do out there? I went, at the, I was uh, dating Orly at the time. I was, uh, he was living with me in Italy and we just. We well, I dis- think I remember
0: seeing some pictures of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Orly and I went. Um, it It's just like the best way to describe it was he 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 said something like, they're so ahead of every. This is what he said they're so much into the future aren't they and i said no they're right on time like the rest (laughs) of the world is behind
0: yeah
1: if japan can be this advanced there's no reason why the rest of the world can't be yeah um japanese also dude they're very into their culture they're very serious about their culture um i i just loved everything about it they're i think they're the most fashionable people in the world think so like dude milan no
0: so the, i know the, the, Milan is like the
1: fashion capital of the old world. School
0: rep, yeah, but No, dude, the Japanese.
1: Japan? <laughs> dude, they're Like what? They're just so like I don't know, dude, they're just so ahead of everybody else. Um in every way, as soon as you arrive at the airport, um you hear birds chirping at the, the airport. Hell? And you just feel so zen immediately. You're just like so they got the
0: whole zen thing, but they also oh, got the yeah. technology thing and the fashion thing. Everything, Damn. fashion, Damn. technology,
1: zen, food, dude, best food. Really? I, I, yeah, because I, I love. I personally, my favorite food is Asian. Whether it's Chinese, Japanese, uh, Thai. I've heard like,
0: otherwise, but like what? Which food? What? what dude, dishes? I
1: had the best sushi. Like I will never ever get that sushi again, and it sucks. Because every sushi I've had since Japan of tw- like November of twenty fifteen, has sucked. Yeah,
0: yeah. Damn. Ramen,
1: ridiculous, dude. Best Everything. ramen in the world. Yeah,
0: yeah that's where it's. That's yeah, where mean, it's from. So yeah, shit. You're, you're never gonna Getting get it from the source.
1: You're never yeah. gonna get that quality of food again.
0: Gonna make so, a lot of people jealous. When and listen then to this.
1: They're so. Um, in Spanish, you would say servicial. They're just very about, like, customer service. You know, they make you feel like you're, like, a queen or a king. Like, yeah. they're very welcoming. Every store you walked into, they're like, chamase, and they bow <coughs> to you. And they're, you know, I get made fun of, well, yeah, because you think you're, like, a queen. And they're, like, <laughs> bowing to No, that's not, no. Not no. That. No, yeah. So they're just very nice. I people. bow to people,
0: but I get made fun of. Like when I shake hands, I bow. You bow? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but I get it from those fuckers. You need to go to Japan. Dude. <laughs> I get it from them. Yeah.
1: No, it's, it's Japan is. is you a didn't very... see me when I was
0: having Dee give me a beer. I was like, <laughs> I was like, doing the bow. No,
1: that means please. No, but, well, yeah, bow. but it's because I'm like. Yeah, yeah. It's sure you're my, part Japanese. Yeah. It's 164th yeah, yeah, sure.
0: Japanese. For sure. <laughs> so. Not just that I always look dope. Like, because yeah, yeah. you're like. Showing love like, yeah, dude, like I'm a humble you, like body language that came
1: and, from Japan yeah, 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 they're of course. badass yeah so they um they're just they're just how long flight. were you out there seven days
0: seven days would you do? just eat, eat check out the restaurants shop. shop
1: we went record hunting we went sh- we went to a bunch of cool like stores um there was this one mall where all the employees like they were dressed like Japanimation uh uh-huh. like they're like young Japanese <laughs> girls and they're dressed in these crazy like they all look like Hello Kitty. What
0: the fuck? You know? Big eyes and shit. Big
1: <laughs> like makeup like crazy like yeah. short skirts like like those knee-high yeah. socks like big funky shoes and like Bright just colored. super cute dude like just very Japanimation. Oh, uh yeah. we went to Electric City which is like dude if you thought you've seen every kind of Sony headset you're wrong like Damn. You walk in to any electronics store in in um, Electric Town, and it's like Freaking nuts th- th- things you've never seen in your life.
0: Well, that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on too, is just so the listeners can get inspired. You know what I mean, and like oh yeah, and actually just get bold enough to venture out there and dude, take I've, that trip.
1: Yeah, it's I've I feel so blessed to yeah. have experienced everything that I've experienced, seen everything I've seen, met the people I've met it's life-changing um I, let's, you know let's,
0: let's talk about that how did it change you
1: um in so many ways um first of all you just learned that your way is not the only way i have to open that other one.
0: Oh, that's, that has, that's cool i'll get i'll get beer <laughs> right or go ahead finish
1: so i i um you you grow up a certain way in your own culture and you learn that your way is not the only way yeah um there are other ways to live um I think the most profound changes that I saw is like my body, dude, just physically. Um, I got to Italy and I lost all this weight mm-hmm. for no reason. I mean, in my mind, I thought no reason. I was just, oh, I'm yeah. just stressed. I just moved. To-. No, they <laughs> eat the way humans should eat. Like, like smaller
0: portions or what no dude what do you mean if
1: you eat pasta or bread or dessert they made it that morning oh, okay they don't have frozen crap yeah. with preservatives
0: yeah so it affects your poison, body. poison
1: dude the only the only reason that i know it's a fact is because when i came back <laughs> in like two weeks <laughs> i gained probably 15 pounds are you serious not i'm not i'm yeah, not joking you getting it
0: fresh right there that dude, day dude
1: it's it's insane how so with the stuff that
0: they put in the things to put it in the stores that's what has a huge impact on Absolutely. your weight your health obviously
1: dude americans eat poison yeah it's it's really sad um in so i don't know exactly what countries but i know preservatives and things like that are illegal yeah in, in europe here we do it because we need to sell more we need to have it longer on the well, shelf i mean we're greedy we we want to make money 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 yeah. but at the cost of americans health yeah you know so that is a very very big like change for me because i came home and my body started like changing and i was like what in the world is happening like i i got really sick really? um yeah, yeah. It, it's it's serious like i got really sick and just a lot of things and like i'm working hard to like get like lose all the 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 weight that i've gained in such a short amount of time and it's been really hard and um yeah like and everybody like there i have a lot of american friends who still live overseas in italy oh yeah yeah and so they all tell me like oh every time i go to the states i get (laughs) i get sick gain
0: another 10 pounds
1: it's, it's it's pretty serious yeah right? no, i I agree yeah. and people don't really understand that because well, it's there it. it's
0: normal if, if, you're not, if you're not if you never go abroad it's normal to you exactly everybody has a runny nose like me over here fucking runny. like everybody has the flu and no I got, has,
1: i'm not i got home and i had such bad asthma yeah dude i didn't have to use my inhaler once when i was in europe yeah. and i got here i was like dying i wanted to go to the hospital like my asthma was terrible my allergies were horrible i would go to the gym i would run for five minutes and then i'd have like an asthma attack Damn, it's just it's been it's really really so You're readjusting to this i'm readjusting shit. to a yeah. lot of things my body you know my health basically yeah. um another thing that is very that I, well another way i've changed is just like i'm not on my phone
0: you know, yeah, you, you get here. Yeah.
1: You get here. Everybody's just like face in their phone. Nobody's <laughs> talking at dinner. It's it's kind of nuts. And yeah. I, I, I. The only reason that I'm not on my phone so much is because you don't just have internet like, you know, all over the damn air like here. Over you there. know, over yeah. there you have to be by a Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So. You would try you as an American. Your instinct is, oh, let me check Instagram, let me check Facebook. You can't. You gotta wait till you get home. You have to. That sounds horrible. It. I mean, I, I'm telling you, it's it's rough at first. Yeah,
0: but we. I'm acting like, like if the internet was always around, I'm fucking forty. No. Like I didn't have the fucking internet before right. 99 and 2000. No. Or whatever.
1: Yeah, right. But you, you, it's a, it's an adjustment. You yeah. know, it, it really is, and
0: you get used to it. You
1: get used to it after a while. Okay, so when I first got there, um, in my first house in Terenia, I had internet in two weeks. Two weeks is a long time. You know, here you call Spectrum or Time Warner, whatever, whatever it is now. You call and they're like, we'll be there tomorrow between 8 and 12. And you get pissed. 8 and 12. Can't you be more specific? (laughs) Well, you get to Italy, you call and they're like, we'll be there in two weeks. You know, that was my first house.
0: The 8th and the 12th. Yeah. (laughs) Not 8 and 12. 8 and 12, exactly.
1: (laughs) Then I moved to this other little town called Marina di Pisa. I didn't have internet for six months, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Six months.
0: My chest. Yeah. Oh. You're having a heart attack.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Imagine me, dude. American. Like, are you serious?
0: But it's cool. Like, once it's you get nuts. adjusted, I would just say, I mean, just to be, to experience something different because, I mean, we didn't always have internet. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? So, yeah, just to get, just be not so connected. You're connected, but you're not connected.
1: Yeah. Well, and not
0: to sound cliche, you learn but, to
1: appreciate what's yeah. really important. Yeah. You know, because I have found that ever since I came home, like social media gets on my nerves now. You know, yeah. everybody's a politician. Everybody's oh, a comedian. An expert at everything. Everybody's an expert. At, well, it's just so annoying, dude. It's yeah. so annoying. It can like, be annoying. It is annoying. Thank and then, God for
0: the unfollow button.
1: <laughs> and then I'm like one of those people that I don't believe in uh, giving or taking advice oh man i agree (laughs) (laughs) because you know like we we're gonna do what we want yeah no matter what people are gonna gonna do what they want and i don't know if i attribute that to like my my parents when i was growing up like if i came to a crossroads as a teenager or as an adult like whatever it was love life job whatever if I came to a crossroads, you know, my parents' answer was that annoying, like, follow your heart. Oh, that's Ugh. generic as fuck. <laughs> it's annoying when you're a kid. And you just you want them to tell you what the right decision is because they've already it's been. A cop through out. Some, It's a cop out, right? But well, that's
0: their way of like maybe saying, eh, she's gonna do it. She's gonna do whatever she wants, anyways."
1: <laughs> but 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 in reality, they're right. Follow your damn heart, you know, because it that's doesn't your heart matter. says to kill people.
0: Don't do that. No, stop people. it.
1: That's not your heart. That's
0: your crazy head. I'm just no. saying.
1: Yeah. And so I, I grew up hating. Follow your heart. Follow your heart. And now, as an adult, that's well, exactly you more what I do. So. No, but that's exactly what I do. You know, if something, if I'm feeling like, mm, I don't know about this, I, I just won't do it
0: your gut instincts your gut
1: your heart whatever same thing especially when you gain weight like me your heart and your gut are basically attached (laughs) and they're the same thing just kidding
0: but yeah so
1: so i mean i just now i get the whole follow your heart thing because
0: so it's a real it's a thing it's a real thing yeah dude you You heard it here first
1: yeah you heard it here first follow your heart follow your heart guys i think
0: we talked about this a couple podcasts ago we were talking about Doing what you love, which is kind of ties into that, and, yeah. and uh, doing what pays the bills, blah blah blah, career wise.
1: No, see, I don't agree it, with do it, what pays the bills.
0: Uh, I feel like there's at some point you <laughs> like you you have to.
1: Well, I guess because <laughs> in me, certain
0: cases, some people are fucking delusional about their heart. That's why. Wow. I mean, True. it's like you, at some point you're whatever you love. <laughs> Might have to go to hobby status.
1: Reality strikes. Yeah, that's what well, I'm saying. I went to a graduation. Not super smart and shit. No, you know what I'm saying? yeah, yeah but Like, I went to like a- us. Shut <laughs> up. I went to a graduation recently and the guest speaker said something that was so annoying to me. He told the students not to follow their heart, but to do to figure out what you're good at and that pays well. And I was like, no, like
0: somewhere because in the middle. <laughs> you,
1: no, I just if you do what you love, like I never imagined that with my English degree, with my writing, that I would end up living in Italy, like for two yeah, years, yeah, yeah. traveling the world. And even though I didn't go to that job as a technical writer, it's what got me there. Yeah. And so I just feel like if you do something that you love, A, you're you're never going to work. Cause you love what you do you're not really working and b you'll be so good at it because you're passionate about it you will get good at it and yeah it will pay the bills you know i don't know i just you think- have to
0: know how to work it though the people they take that advice i'm all for it because mm-hmm. we talked about this a couple of podcasts ago uh with the homie louis he's a sick mc sick artist uh i like i'm, I'm all for it mm-hmm. but the thing is the ones that they kind of take it, but they only they only certain artisty types or whatever the fuck you do that you love, yeah. They only they kind of you know pick the parts that they like about the advice, but they don't put in the work,
1: right? Which is comes, so which like, ties I'm in- I love.
0: Well, yeah, fool. But if you wanted to pay the bills, like you gotta you gotta hustle. Like yeah. if you're
1: well, and and it ties into what I'm saying. It's like it it's like you. Don't it's like nobody really takes advice. You do what you want anyway. It's like that's what you're saying. It's like people take what they want. They pick and choose
0: conveniently the bits and pieces that they like. Right. So it's like, yeah, do what you love, but if you're really trying to monetize it and like make it into a career where it's paying the bills, even if you're living a modest lifestyle, you still it still it still takes work Mm, in a sense. You're not working if you love it, as the quote goes. But you have to, no, it takes you, gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta, you oh. gotta organize, be organized to a degree. You have oh, to prioritize to sure. a degree. If you're just doing whatever, like, well, so-and-so told me to do what I love. And, but you're <laughs> sleeping on a park bench. If that's, if you're okay. And that's the other aspect I was talking about with him. I was like, if it's not paying, you may be in for some rough times. And mentally, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. No, Absolutely but, nothing wrong with that. But yeah, mentally you'd be, you be able to better. Can you deal with it? Can you, if you, if for some reason you don't have that family support system or whatever, and maybe you're on the streets and you still want to do what you love. You cool. Have to, you but
1: have to change your perspective and yeah, you do gotta, something else. Uh, yeah, I either guess. Either do
0: something else or lower your like, standards as far as, you know, Passions. what. Yeah, and then just <laughs> as far as your, what you can deal with, though, as far right. as the hardship goes. You know what I mean? It's like, well, shit, I, I, lo- I still love doing this. Yeah. So I guess I'm going to be homeless for a little bit. <laughs> that's yeah. just, that's worst case scenario, but it yeah, can yeah. happen.
1: It, no, then it does. Starving
0: artist, you know. Starving artist mentality.
1: My parents always thought I was going to be a starving artist.
0: But you have, but you have a family, <laughs> so yeah. that's where family comes in. Like, oh shit, she fucking up. You have to help her out, get her back on her feet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not everybody has that family, that support system.
1: Absolutely, you're absolutely right. So that's no. what I'm
0: saying, you guys got to be careful with that. Do what <laughs> you love, shit. If you don't have that support system, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of have it, you know, but not everybody has it, so. Uh, it just yeah, depends depends on the scenarios yeah depends on who it is yeah but i'm all, I'm all for it like i said but yeah you still at the when you wake up in the morning there's still you still have to eat you still gotta pay some bills you still gotta do something
1: still need gas in your vehicle
0: let's see what else uh what what lessons did you learn from your travels
1: oh man like silly little things like
0: uh well oh, hold on hold the thought okay. so, I'm, gonna get a, I'm gonna get a corona
1: okay go for it
0: but i'm listening go ahead and talk
1: Well, um, I learned a lot of, like, little silly tricks um, because you're traveling so much. um, You learn uh, pack light. You know, you always want to carry a tiny little suitcase. Well, I guess if you're flying Ryanair, (laughs) you can't take a suitcase much bigger than, you know, what, what, what they specify. But... Um, You learn a lot of little tricks, like you're always on the go. You're always like I was telling you, you're always in survival mode, like you're always vigilant. Every single time I got on an airplane, I would text my my mom and my my sisters. We have a like a group text. And every time I got on a plane, I would tell them, hey, I'm flying from point A to point B. I love you guys. Text you when I arrive, because I always thought this could be my last flight of my life. There's so much terrorism in your you yeah, never know. You know, you never know. And it doesn't matter if you're going from a country that's never had terrorism to a country that's never... It doesn't matter. You don't know. So yeah. every time I got on a plane, I was in fear of my life, basically. Yeah. But you can't live in fear. Yeah. So you just learn all these little tricks. You try to be vigilant. You, you're always aware of your surroundings. You, you just kind of have to keep yourself self-aware you know there's a lot of people who are not self-aware they're just like keep your guard up um and then i was in survival mode like the whole time i lived even though i was in italy and it was safe there um i i did travel to places that weren't safe you know so you just have to just kind of be in that mode you know like you eyes at the back of your head yeah and 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 i did travel a lot by myself so that's scary Yeah, the first time i went by myself i was scared um and then i learned real quick that it's kind of almost easier to travel alone because you're traveling alone so much and then you finally have somebody come with you and then now you have to consider them like what do they want to eat where do they want to (laughs) stay
0: yeah that part sucks
1: (laughs) yeah and you just you're so you become so independent and so self-reliant it's kind of a a nag to bring somebody yeah. somebody along, and um, I just learned a lot of little things about myself, like I'm just real I, you you learn where to stay, you learn how to research a city, you learn um, you just kind of have to it's a lot of research to figure out what's the best place to stay at. You don't want to just pick whatever yeah. you, you can't you know <laughs> i was in I was in Dublin in Ireland, and I was walking from my hotel one rainy morning. And this guy pulls up in his vehicle and he rolls down his window and in his very heavy um, Irish accent, he tells me, like, can you tell me where downtown is? And I'm just like, <laughs> and I tell him, like, oh, it's you're going to go you know, down this street, two lights, and then you're going to make a left and you'll be right in downtown because I had been there about three or four days already. I already knew the city like in and out. So I um, the guy the guy tells me, oh, I love your accent. Are you American? And I'm like, yes. He's like, oh, you're, you're, I love the American accent. It's so sexy. And I'm looking at him like, okay. And he tells me, where are you going right now? And I was like, well, I'm on my way to meet somebody. Because I had bought um, extra tick. I, w- I went to Ireland, to Dublin um, for the disclosure show. And I had bought an extra ticket in case somebody went with me. But, of course, again, like everybody's <laughs> lame. I'm that guy.
0: Like Dude, I buy two tickets where, always. Oh,
1: yeah. I, I do, too, because you never but, know. Yeah. So, of course, there I am by myself in Ireland. And um, I I went to get my hair done. And this, the hairstylist, her and I, we became like friends, like immediately. <laughs> and she tells me, if you, you should get on Facebook and sell that extra ticket. You'll sell it right away. And I'm like, oh, good idea. So I get on and I sell it. So I was on my way to give, to sell the ticket to some girl, you know, at a, at a, I was going to meet her at a Starbucks. So I tell this stranger like, oh, I'm on my way to a coffee shop. And he's like, well, what do you think if we, um, like hang out later? And I was like, no.
0: Good. (laughs) I
1: was like, no, I mean, I don't know you. And he's like, oh, I'm not. You're already talking
0: to him too much, girl. I know.
1: (laughs) Seriously. But you know, I was like, should I just maybe like and i was like well it's because i'm here for this disclosure show He's like oh i'm going too, and i'm like all of a sudden (laughs) and i was like so how come you don't know where downtown dublin is and he's like oh because i'm not from here i'm from like two hours away and i was like and at the time it didn't seem suspect to me honestly like i was just like really well because the (laughs) irish are so nice okay irish people are really nice like dude you could go into a bar and they're like putting their arm around you and buying you a beer like they're super nice people they're just they're party animals. They're like, they're like the Mexicans of the other side of the world. They they're awesome. So anyway, I I so I innocently give this guy my my like WhatsApp. We trade like numbers oh, okay. on WhatsApp.
0: Yeah.
1: Biggest mistake, dude. I go about my way. The guy starts texting me like nonstop, back to back, and not not just like, hey, what do you know? It was like, like sexual things, you know, being super pervy, and I was like. Are you serious? And I so I just ignored him. So then when I was walking back to I know, l- like lesson learned. So then I'm what, I'm, I'm saying that cuz Jesus is making this face at me That's like, like I what a dad like what girl, a dad would do to his kid. My female
0: friends, I have this conversation, you girls don't understand. <laughs> guys are weirdos. Yeah. Like <laughs> as is
1: shaking his head over here so not
0: surprised yeah
1: i know dude i I learned my lesson really quick because i i was walking back to my hotel like seven hours later the show was that night and i was going back to get ready and he sends me a message he's like oh hey are you almost back to your hotel and i was like is he (laughs) watching me like how does he know this and i i almost went and grabbed like a police officer on a bicycle to tell him like can you walk me back to my hotel like i'm freaking out yeah but no i i just i was like i i, I decided to respond and say no i'm still like two hours away from my hotel like i, did, I lied you know and so it was just
0: don't <laughs> yeah don't <laughs>
1: converse with strangers no, in another no. in Peace another out. city in another country when you are by yourself
0: anywhere to be honest well,
1: to be honest, <laughs> you're right so i i learned my just lesson.
0: just uh yeah that's what i tell my my female friends just just think worst-case scenario and roll with that shit. <laughs> Always. Because.
1: Everybody's a serial killer.
0: No, you should roll it. Like that. If you don't, yeah. Unless there's like other people with you guys. You're in a group maybe. Yeah. Some people you know. But yeah. if it's just you and them, like just assume worst-case scenario. Because Always. All right. I don't oh. want to go into detail, about. I've had, there's some horror stories. Some of my female friends. Local? Like, yeah. And it's like, like, why did you go why back? Why did you he do that? You just met him. like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's wow. like something crazy happens and it's like. The guys just assume the worst. <laughs> I know.
1: And, and you know what? I, I know. And I was alone and, and I just, I don't know. It's just about that gut feeling, you know, like, yeah. like the couple in, in Jessalo, I was like, nah, they're good, you know, and I knew immediately this guy was a creep, you know, and I was yeah. just like, okay, but uh, yeah. This
0: is why you're still working at that place?
1: No, I actually, the contract ended and um, everybody got laid off. Mm-hmm. So um, I was supposed to be there until the contract was supposed to be like three years. But a lot of things happened along the way and our our work <coughs> actually got cut in half. Holy shit. So then it only ended up being um, like the year and nine months. Yes. And so they started letting people go from the very top. So hmm. um, I was the second in command. So the Damn. first person to go, <laughs> the first person to go was my boss. They let him go and then they laid me me off and two other employees and then from there they just kind of started cutting everybody
0: so after the layoff the dublin part or
1: yeah 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 so i was um i was an employee of this company until basic technically march of this year okay so i i was home in february but they kept they kept me on for a month so that i could continue looking for jobs and what have you um but yeah, no. So, everybody got laid off. Um, unfortunately, other contractors um, took over a lot of the work that they were doing here at Fort Bliss. And so, that's the contracting world, you know? Yeah. It's very iffy. It's not secure. Yeah. You never know if you're going to have a job in a year. So, it's, it's, it's a, it's a hard... You're, you're
0: getting paid handsomely, though, no? Or- you
1: do get paid very well. I will tell you that um, I had my salary. And then, on top of that, I had an extra, like, thirty grand a yeah. year, just... For, for housing and cost of or living, or, yeah. we didn't get paid per diem. That's like but a government employee. Okay. Since I was private company, you get like they call it a hola and a cola, and it's Holy basically <laughs> house, how like housing and then cost of living.
0: It's also the name of my favorite porn.
1: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, are you still DJing? Ugh, no why not i don't know I, I, do you have a setup or no i do i, I came into your room i thought i was expecting yeah, I mean to see dude, some cdjs up, or something
1: when you walked up i was like dude this is like mtv house of yeah some cribs yeah mtv mtv cribs
0: yeah is that That's what it was a, called?
1: Yeah. MTV Cribs. Yeah. <laughs> was like, dude, Jesus is showing up to my yeah. to my pool house. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought the
0: tables were going to come out. The,
1: They're actually in storage. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, man. Come I, on. I,
0: you can put them on this thing. Yeah, This I know. dresser. I or a chest, I mean. I should. It'd be dope. No, I, I a couple dude, little monitors. I mean, DJ
1: will always be with me. I, I love DJing. It's, it's fun. And when you're a female, it's like... <clears throat> people are like oh you know like they can't believe that a female <laughs> can like mix you know yeah, it's like, or
0: anything like of uh <laughs> stop <it right> now. <laughs> even you said earlier you said i caught you said she was a female engineer
1: yeah she's a female engineer it's, I know, it's but very <laughs> rare no dude seriously but i'm not
0: saying you're doing the same thing but it's no, all, no, no, it no, sounds no. funny but
1: it is it's true though in, in the engineering world my little my baby sister she's 22 she's a, a senior at um, texas a&m uh-huh. she's in engineering she's gonna graduate as an electrical engineer and she's always the only girl in her class yeah. so it's very rare yeah and it's rare. awesome i i you know we we support her 100 percent. we i told her you will always have a job in engineering always there's never a time when you can't find a job anywhere in the world as an engineer so we're very we're very and that's why i said that because she's always like uh i'm the only girl in my class and it's funny you know it's sad it is it's more sad than anything it's
0: sad societally speaking but at the same time it's actually like well for her it's a plus i mean for her
1: it's cool but boom
0: not that she needs any kind of but but yeah it's you know female engineer
1: we're still not equal yes i know it's my struggle every day (laughs) that you're not equal we're not equal in this damn country you
0: guys have to get better at fighting like get them you have to beat us in a fight yeah right
1: that's not what's happening that's a whole other podcast
0: that's a whole other podcast uh, that's part two Shit. what else what else going on what are, what are our party you know, words here
1: me man I'm, I'm all go you ask what's me uh, what's on the
0: horizon what's any future travel any future goals any future are you chilling right now are you working for are you making uh, uh, weapons of mass destruction still or <laughs> what's
1: no <laughs> I'm actually um, where's, where's
0: Jessica right now what's in the I'm, what's I'm in a, the future
1: I'm unemployed
0: yeah, um, that sounds awesome I know
1: it's awesome I'm actually looking for work now. I started looking last week. I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> I don't know that I want to go back into defense contracting. It's kind of tough. Like just, you know, playing back into the whole female thing. It's hard being a female and not ex-military and working in that industry. It's 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 really hard. Um, but I have alligator skin and I can pretty much yeah. work around any type of male. I mean, I'm... If Damn. I told you all the things that have happened to me working in defense contracting, dude, really? that's another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we have to come
0: to no. part so two, part three, part, part four, part, part
1: five. So yeah. I'm looking for work. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm always gonna be a writer. So I actually started writing a play, um, mm. and it it's kind of it it's kind of like a local. Well, how would I describe it? It kinda ties into our culture, my okay. play. You know, Mexican Americans. Um and it's I don't wanna really say what it's about because, you know, I've just started writing it, but I, I would love to write a play and showcase it locally. It'd be dope. And I mean it would it would be like one of my dreams. Um another one of my dreams is actually doing stand up comedy.
0: Mm,
1: yeah. Dude, I have a lot of it's material.
0: Fun. Do you? I do, but yeah.
1: it's more like it's hard it's hard oh dude Press i've done that, it I like
0: four times it's, have you done stand-up yeah. before on some hobby shit yeah like four times how did it go pretty good did
1: you get laughs of course yeah of course Shut <laughs> i did up. though
0: i it, did like i haven't really bombed i would say but at the same time to come up with new material
1: yeah like i've added a little bit that hasn't already to, been said yeah
0: yeah uh Compared to my first time, it was a few minutes, and then I added a few more minutes. Mm-hmm. Then I've added, but I mean, it's I mean, I'm, we're talking in the span of uh, from the first time that I did it to, you know, a couple weeks ago was the last really? time I did it. That's like a couple of years. That's about a year and a half, right there. Four times doing it—that's nothing. But you know is I
1: mean? it? I mean, is it scary?
0: oh yeah it's scary every damn time like i still get i've got it invited and i'm like oh, i'm good,
1: I'm good. Uh, i have to wash my hair yeah, i have
0: to wash my hair <laughs> my i hurt my nail
1: yeah
0: yeah uh, so yeah oh, no man, it's, that's
1: something that i really want to do like no joke like damn, i would love to just do stand up let's just, talk about it let's talk about let's it. it that's another podcast yeah
0: it's another podcast and
1: no i would i would love to i have so much material
0: las cruces would be a good place to start there's a place the, the times that i did i've done it in el paso a couple times and then twice out there the place out there, it's cool, but it's on a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. It, there's no alcohol. It's a hookah lounge, mm-hmm. so okay. not a lot of people come out. But so it's but a good place a good for to start. Yeah, because there's like not you know you're you're performing in front of twelve people, <laughs> if that. And that's not a slam dunk. And they're, it, and they're but it's smoking cool. hookah. Yeah, so, so they're high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to, a little bit. So <laughs> tobacco high. Nah, but most of the people that, that go there are freaking potheads anyway, so yeah. they're already oh, high they're on they're something else. High. Okay. So, but We're yeah, it's a good place to like. Get a little warmed up, you know, and that sounds good. But yeah, writing jokes is rough, it's hard. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's about like delivery and timing and all that shit. Yeah. I know, and it's funny because, um, but I didn't
0: know that about you. That's good. What I didn't know that about you that you wanted to do stand up.
1: I, you know, it's something my
0: you got jokes, Jess. You got I, jokes,
1: dude. My family, well, obviously, you have the
0: personality. Yeah, my
1: family is like you're in the wrong business, like because, <laughs> but see, I'm on the fly, like, I say shit that just comes yeah. out of me. Well, that's how I am. It's like I'm super witty. I get it from my grandma. Dude. My grandma is the wittiest lady, and she's eighty-seven. And you go visit her, and she's like, she still has jokes, dude. Like she's she like Mexican. Of course, dude. She's super Mexican. Like she's that's what so I'm, I'm saying.
0: The Mexican humor is crazy, dude, like, she's yeah,
1: just so funny. Like she tells ta- she like tells my aunts they're fat. Like she's like, <laughs> no, está está bien gorda. Like she just doesn't care, dude. And she yeah. just says whatever comes to no, her I head. I get it. Yeah, yeah, and I'm the same way. But I. I I make my family laugh. My friends are always like, dude, you need to do stand up. Like you're sure, so dude. funny. But for me, I know as a writer that it's a whole other it's, ball game to write it down. You know, it is, but
0: you're funny. So you can do it and you're a writer. So you,
1: yeah, but, but it's different from yeah, it because is different. when you're, you're in a situation and there's a conversation it's live yeah and it's witty and you're just saying you're ba- shit. you're
0: bouncing it off that person exactly
1: you're bouncing off people that's what i'm good at
0: like you. i'm good no. at that too so but like <laughs> just you up there is a whole different story right
1: that you have to be prepared yeah and if you're not prepared pretty. you you can't you can't bounce it off an audience
0: yeah. they're there
1: to listen to you you know yeah,
0: you're gonna you're gonna bomb so
1: it, it is i know i know what it I, well, I don't know because I've never done like it, but I, mean, I can imagine yeah. that it's a completely different world, you yeah, know, it is. but everybody's like, but you dude, you're so funny you know, you should do stand up. So that's, that's one of my, one well, of my dreams. I would love to do unknown, that. Back into the unknown, like you said. Yeah. Into the unknown. Yeah. And um, it's funny, like I, I I went to Union Union Draft House uh, when I first came back, and I ran into a bunch of friends from high school. Yeah, and they follow me on Facebook, so they were so excited to see me, like Ah, you're back! You know how it is. Hell yeah! So I was like, What's up? And I'm hanging out, and and they're like, This one girl, Annette, was like, so like what the hell is on your bucket list now and i was like I don't know sh- normal shit like have a baby and she just thought that was so funny cuz it's Damn. true like you know people people like i would say like i i would see my friends having babies and i would be like oh yeah, i want one and they're oh. like well i want to do what you're doing you don't want a baby <laughs> you know it's just funny like you're in your own world yeah, and yeah. you want
0: Grass what? is greener type shit. The
1: grass is greener. And yeah. um, people are so what's on your bucket list now? I'm like, join a dating
0: app? <laughs> I'm, on, I'm get, on one of those. Get on Tinder? I actually got a message the other day. I never, check, I never check it. Yeah, I don't I don't that's really it? check it. I've been on, oh. no, it's because it's, it's...
1: Oh, you're on Grindr.
0: Yeah, well, duh. That's the only one I'm on. <laughs> that's the only one that'll accept me. No, I've only been on one date uh, yeah? with those How did apps. Yeah, it go? It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It, it was cool, but...
1: Yeah, I'm dude, a, I'm terrified weird. of doing shit like that. That just I don't know. I just so old school in so many ways, you know? Like yeah, it's not organic to me.
0: It's commonplace now, though. It's like I
1: know. It's like if you're if you're a millennial, I hate that word, but I'm going to yeah. use it to describe a certain age group. Like that's what you do and to me, I I don't know. It's just like it's terrifying to me like I just
0: did it. I was like, "Yeah, let's see what happens." And then Sometimes yeah. you get a little little bite, yeah. And then boom, you know. But right. I was like, I'm only gonna do it if they message me,
1: yeah.
0: Because that's I'm not that hard up for it,
1: yeah.
0: And then somebody messaged me. You're very
1: me. social, I'm sure. You yeah, can but meet I, people but I mean, like, I just
0: did it as kind of like a almost like a social experiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then boom, you know, it was and, like,
1: and it went well.
0: But yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's all <gasps> right. But you know, I'm not. It's whatever. I, I still I'll keep it open because whatever you never, you never know. know. Exactly. You know, I, I, I Had a conversation yesterday, you know, after like months of nothing. Yeah so you know but it's just for a lot of it's just for funsies yeah for funsies funsies it's like why not you know why not but for girls be careful (laughs) because you're the weirdos this is is out there you (laughs) see
1: you you're so contradictory you're telling me don't talk to strangers but get on a nap
0: no but like vet them that's what i'm saying i mean i'm saying vet them like (laughs) if you're because in other words okay you go on a date okay first date
1: chaperoned
0: I should take my mom. I should
1: take my mom on the Tinder I, date. I'm
0: not against that. And it. have
1: her sit in the car I'm in case shit that. gets weird.
0: I'm not against that. <laughs> I, I, you might have to do that. Right. But like, don't have them pick you up and know where you live. Meet somewhere, and have it obviously be a yeah. somewhere where there's people. You no know, basics like that. Yeah. Girls are like, pick me up, or I'm gonna it's go back a, with you. It's a don't, sad thing. If day. you have no intention of screwing that guy, there's no reason you should go back home with him. Yeah, because no, my, my friends have horror stories. That's all I'm saying. Really? It's like, nah, no, we're just going to have some beers. OK, I still want to drink. If you have no intentions of boning <laughs> now, if you want to bone, cool. But if you have no intentions of doing any of that, well, there's wait, no reason you should be back there. But
1: wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you're saying when they don't engage, that's when the shit hits the fan? Who, girls? Yeah. You're saying they, only if you're gonna go bone. They
0: go. They they get invited back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're under the
1: Impression guise that, of like yeah, 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 we're yeah. just gonna have a
0: couple more drinks and I'll take you home, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and that you know a lot of times that's the case. But that small percentage of something bad happening, you're gonna feel horrible afterwards. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm saying. So if Horror there's stories. so if you're not trying to hook up, don't do it. Don't go. Just make them earn it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's it. There's nothing wrong with uh, online dating apps and all that. So shit.
1: what you're saying is cross Tinder off my bucket list. Cross
0: Tinder, all right. <laughs> <cross>
1: next. <laughs> yeah. So other things on my bucket list were like, um have a baby.
0: Have a baby, really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's.
0: That's getting uh, a doctor might say it's uh, like a the, little the, unhealthy. The clock
1: area. or whatever the hell they call that shit, <laughs> the female clock. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but my
0: friend, one of my exes, mm-hmm. she he had those mysterious exes. She, she, <laughs> she had her first like at 38. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like possible.
1: I always refer to Salma Hayek. She had hers at 42. Oh shit! But I'm not Salma Hayek. Anyway, <laughs> no, no. I mean, I do, I do want a baby. I really do. Um, I, it, Where it, it you know, it's, it's weird. It's like it just, it just happened like in Italy. So many so many crazy things happened to me in italy and me having the feeling of wanting a baby happened in italy and uh, i've never felt why that it way what triggered it i have no idea Some
0: biological shit? no
1: it's italy is just a very magical place i also <laughs> i also saw my dead grandpa in a lot of places like heck? he was my uber driver one time he was like at a store another i mean i saw my grandpa what? everywhere in italy and i would go i would cry like yeah it was the weirdest thing like I What's saw him so why? much dude I don't know I don't know why like why what does that mean? explain I, I, that I have no idea just. like I'm not a I don't consider myself like a spiritual person per se, but I saw my grandpa one time he was my Uber driver in Rome and I was just hysterical like hysterical' because I was like, that's my grandpa like I was like, that's like my grandpa like he looked like, him he, looked like okay. him he acted like him. It was weird. I don't know. I have no idea. My grandpa has been dead for nine years, you know, the, it
0: could be the mind. It could be spiritual things. It could be, Maybe. I think they go hand in hand. A lot of them. Yeah. Plus a lot of it's just semantics.
1: And I, and I had a, like a, like, so that happened. And then I was like, I want a baby and weird. Damn. And then, um, I had like kind of psychic experiences where I would have a dream and then something would and then it would happen really strange. Um, my, my little sister is getting married and we had this nanny growing up who took care of us for years. Like we we call her our second mom. Damn. She's in Mexico. We haven't seen her in probably 20 years. And my sister, who was probably the closest to her, is getting married. So she was one time she sent us in our little group message, me, my mom and my sisters, she was like, you know, should I invite Imelda? And we were like, yes, but how do you find her? You know? Oh, you
0: know where she's at? We
1: don't even know where she is. And so I I this was I was home for Thanksgiving or something. I went back to Italy two weeks later, I had a dream that she contacted us. Like out of the blue. Like she just contacted us. What happens a week later? She finds my little sister on Facebook.
0: What?
1: Yeah. Like Damn. it was crazy. And I and I was like, it's I mean, obviously it could be coincidence. But there were all these little weird things that it's were happening. It's a cool coincidence, Yeah, though. It, was, it was a really cool coincidence. And then we found her, we all became friends, and it was like, ah, you know, really. She's on Facebook the WhatsApp reunions. now, or no? I don't, ha- I, I don't she, have her on WhatsApp, but I think my sister might. I don't know.
0: Is she already married, your sister? Or?
1: No, no, her wedding is in August.
0: So she invited her, or she's invited her? You know
1: what? I don't know. My mom and I, were talking about that today, and I haven't asked her, but her, Sh- her Shout wedding, out to Imelda. Shout out to Imelda yeah <laughs> the nanny the nanny she
0: <laughs> how did you guys our, lose touch? our
1: second mom she you no life dude she just she moved on she went back to Mexico she was raising her kids got married you know just stuff yeah. she was with us since she was like 19 years old Damn. Yeah, like she was our second mom. Um, my mom always jokes, like, "Oh, you're your real mom." <laughs> my mom was it's always a halfway working. joke. Yeah, it's because my mom was always working. You know, my mom was always a hard worker, and so we were always home with Imelda. And um, yeah, she was our second mom. We Damn. always make jokes about that. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I hope she invites her to the wedding. It would be, be really, cool. really nice to nice see reunion. her again. Nice
0: reunion. Yeah. Damn. Dude,
1: Facebook is like one of those like bittersweet things. It's you know, crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. nuts.
0: It's like, it's a double-edged sword. Sometimes. It
1: is like, you're just like, ah, I hate these people. And then you're like, oh my God, I haven't seen yeah. you in 40 years. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy.
0: Any parting words, Jess?
1: Parting words. Let's um, see, for the people. For the Inspire people.
0: them to follow their dreams and yeah. build uh, missiles and shit.
1: Don't, uh, my best advice is don't let people tell you you can't do something. Yeah. Because that's, you know, we are the only thing in our own way. Mm -hmm. Okay. if you really want to do something just go fucking do it don't listen to mom and dad and brother and sister and cousins because unfortunately there are tons of haters and they could be the closest people to you Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that I have haters in my close circle but they're there. I, they're, they're there. They're everywhere. There's always going to be naysayers who tell you you can't do something or you shouldn't because of X, Y, Z. Some of it's a lot of concern,
0: but still.
1: And, and sometimes people, you know, come from a good place, yeah, but exactly. don't listen to them. Do what you want. If you want to do something, just go fucking do it. There's nothing in your way, you know? And that's all I can say. I, I've, I've been very blessed. I, I don't feel like I... I don't think I specifically did things to get myself to where I was the last two years. I just kind of think that when you're a good person, things fall in your lap. When you're a good, a hard worker, you have good work ethic, you are just a, round, a well-rounded person who is willing to give that extra hand to anything, anybody, you know? Good things come to good people. And I just feel like I had these things fall into my lap. And I took advantage of them because, believe me, there were people who were extended the offer come to Italy and they were like, no, I can't because I have all these like making excuses, you know. So when things like that come, you need to take them and and run with them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What's the what's the expression? Not really an expression, but luck. Defining luck is actually uh, when preparation meets opportunity, you know what I'm saying? You're prepared. Then when that opportunity comes, you take advantage of it.
1: Absolutely. people
0: to outsiders, like, oh, you're so lucky. He's like, nah, I've been, I, I put in the work. And no, then seriously. this opportunity came and yeah. uh, I took it. My mom, my mom. I didn't mom, get scared. I her, took the opportunity.
1: My mom's favorite quote is don't confuse luck with success.
0: Exactly. Two different things. All right, people, you heard it here first. Uh, let's see. My parting words shout out to all the listeners. Shout out to all the people that bought t shirts. Shout out to everybody that, you know, checked out the website. An extra special shout out to the ones that share it. Uh, With that said, again, check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all the popular podcast apps. This is Sweet Jesus Radio. Thank you for playing. Sweet Jesus Radio.